My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road, I feel so Good morning, Patriots. And it is Sunday, October 1st in the year 2023. Winding up going to what was a, has been an incredible two weeks here up in Ohio. I'm Well, not here in Ohio, but we had uh, Bards Fest, obviously. And today will be my last day in Ohio. And uh, Michelle may be joining us here in a little bit for prayers. But we're going to just keep going. Because we've got a lot of healing to do and a lot of prayers to do. And it's I'll tell you right now, breathe in and I'm telling you the Holy Spirit is here today. You feel it and it's powerful and it's um, <laughs> it's going to be a good morning for prayers. Before we get going, a couple of our sponsors, just to mention them. Obviously, there's a lot of things going on with the food supply. It's crazy right now. Things are unstable 
uh, really a lot of uncertainties to know um, what's going on. And that's coming about by a bunch of psychopaths that are running the world. And quite frankly, we're right at a point where you can pretty much count on anything happening any day. Even in fact, they're going to be start shutting the government down here pretty quick, which is going to cause a lot of issues and potentially a lot of cascading problems. What you need to make sure you have in your place is a solid emergency food plan. And whether that's going to be because of storms, whether it's be because of social unrest, the thing is we're in, a, we're in a very critical time of change. So what you need is the best on the market and the best and largest supplier of those types of food supply systems is my Patriot Supply. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. What you'll find when you get over to my Patriot Supply is the three-month emergency food kit. You're going to need one for every member of your family, and it's important. It's it's an insurance policy and make sure every, everybody's things in place. Long-term food storage up to 25 years, 2,000 calories a day per person for 90 days, great flavor, great tasting foods, and it's just it's there when you need it. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and um, check it out and get what you need. Also, with the money system that's going kind of bonkers, be aware that um, – this fiat currency is on the slide. There's nothing backing it. It's continuing to get a little bit crazy. So if you've got an IRA, 401k, you want to get in there and you want to take care of that. So get that backed by precious metals. Now, like always, I'm not an investment advisor. I don't wear a white coat. I don't play a doctor on TV. Though I do play a guy behind a mic. And with that, um, I'm passionate about getting things into absolutely solid asset. I, I don't invest in the stock market. I personally don't, but I do invest in gold and silver. So head on over to, and just take the word BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and text it to the number 989898. BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, text it to the number 989898. And when you get that, um, you're going to receive back from Birch Gold is a uh, packet for information that you're going to be able to uh, go through, learn a little bit about what they have to offer. Basically, they're talking about tax-deferred precious metals-backed IRAs. Give them a call. They'll help you. They'll transition you over. There's no time to waste right now. This is a critical time. Lots of things are happening. We have a lot of uncertainty in the market, and you definitely want to take care of it. So, again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. All right, so we've had quite a couple weeks, I'll tell you. Um, we were into... Um, amazing week of Bars Fest. And it's, most everybody I've talked to has been still running on that high. And what I want to tell you is you're going to keep running on that high. Because this wasn't just a revival. This was a touch of the Holy Spirit. We, we baptized nearly 100 people. We had over 200, pe 200 people that were blessed with um, the power of the Holy Spirit and we're blessed with fire with the Holy Spirit. So it was really two types of baptismals going on. One was that of water, and one was that of fire. And it's just been an incredible event. We, we planned, we announced Bards Fest to be three days. It's actually started the day before with setup because there's so many people that come in. And that went from then Wednesday to Thursday. Setup was informal, but we had a lot of get, great get, get, gatherings. And we had, obviously, the meals were always an important part of the festival. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we were scheduled to end Sunday. But every night we were running until 2 a.m., literally, 
doing prayer and worship, healing and deliverance. And that took us into Sunday, which was we had our morning sunrise service, which was literally out of the park. It was about a four-hour service when we were done. And I, I point this out because when we talk about service, and you heard me, you know me, I don't talk much about sermons. But that, to me, is what a sermon was supposed to be. And God led that. It was very powerful. We had a lot, a lot of mixed things going on. And it was very open and real in the heart of Jesus all the way through that. So from there, then we had our more baptisms on Sunday, which was amazing. Um, we had um, we went through that day. We planted three fig trees on the property, prayed on the property. And then as people started to break camp and so forth, uh, we just continued to, in, in smaller groups, but to minister and to pray together. And um, that went on until 2 a.m. Monday morning. And then Monday, uh, before that, actually the smaller and smaller groups, but we continued to pray and minister till about four, or about two, actually Monday, when we finished the entire event with the last baptismal of one of our B-dads that wanted to get baptized. And so she was baptized in the lake. So we just had an amazing event that ended up spanning not three, but five days. And quite frankly, it's changed a lot of things. It's changed everybody that was there, and everybody knows it. Um, and it's it's a type of thing that um, everybody feels it. You've gone back to lives that your world doesn't look quite look the same, and it shouldn't. That's the thing. Because once that you've been touched like that, that fire, that change in you is forever, and the world won't be left, it won't look the same at all, because now you're walking more closely in the Holy Spirit. So we're going to start this morning out uh, with a prayer just around that on kind of a transition prayer from uh, from where we were to where our next steps are because there's a lot of a lot ahead as um, I depart from here I've been with the resistance chicks following all this this week uh, we've had an amazing week uh, a lot of powerful shows a lot of powerful insights um, Shows that we don't normally go down those paths, and we did it together, which was ideal. We presented a lot of really insightful views that were put on us uh, in prayer and insight, and their levels of understanding, I think, of what we're trying to get to or where God wants us to be, which, quite frankly, has stirred a hornet's nest with some people, and I'm okay. I really am. Um, I know where I'm walking right now. And so I say all this because... You need to hear my heart right now before we start today. I love this community. I also put my love in God above all things. And I'm stepping in now to a deeper dive into where this path is. And I want as many of you to go along as you can. I've had a couple emails this last week of people that witnessed the things, that, the types of deliverance and ministry that we were delivering at Bartsfest. And from the indications of those, some are not going to follow. And I'm okay with that. I There's no animosity here. But I know where I have to go. And I know where we're going and where how high God's trying to take us. And I believe in it. It's going to challenge us at times. The one thing I'm just going to put out there up front is that with this, there's going to be at times that every one of us is going to be put on edge and somewhat what we might call triggered. 
And the reaction is going to always be to throw the flechette out rather than point the finger in. Have some wisdom. When you start feeling uneasy, unsettled, stop. Because that's not me. And that's the point is something inside of you is being shaken. Have the wisdom, like any great warrior does, to sit, breathe, and be in the presence of God. And take time with it. Because there's a lot of things that God is doing in all of us right now. And the problem is that many times when we get to the levels of safety in our life, we tend to think that we have it all controlled. But God has a funny way of coming into our lives and completely turning things upside down. And what came out of Bard's Fest was a lot of that shaking. And that's what makes it so unique. I have absolute more love in my heart than I've ever had in my life. I went through deliverance this week myself on some very old stuff that I gave testimony to, I believe Thursday. And I also know the risks when you give those sorts of testimonies. I know that that level of transparency can push people away. I know that level of transparency can mute relationships or have people change their view of you. And I'm okay with that too, because this is not the path of me. It's the path of where God is leading me. There are things that are going to push boundaries for each and every one of us. That's how God works. And what God doesn't do in life is allow us, if we are truly in the pursuit of him, to allow us to sit idle and stationary and get comfortable in our lives and think that it's all one and done. We never hit a level when we pursue our Father that is comfortable. In fact, this journey gets more uncomfortable as we go. And so I'm honored and blessed to have this community. You're my family in so many ways, and I've been honored and blessed to add two amazing people in my life this week that I do consider spiritual sisters, and that's Leah and Michelle. And what we've been able to do with one another, what we've been able to share with one another and to grow together and heal is phenomenal. And what God does, and you watch how God works like this, it's truly stunning. At the end of the day, we have to heal the heart. We have to unleash and cut the baggages from the past. And if you're one that somehow thinks that you're immune to that, I would only tell you this, buckle up, because God's going to shake your cage in a way that you didn't expect, and you're going to leave yourself disoriented until you do the thing that you always need to do. Sit still and know that I am God. We have to learn to understand the power of being still with him. And so as we move forward, um, we are literally moving forward in a powerful ministry. I've had a word given this week that we may, the ministry may shrink in size. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, then let it shrink in size. It also could get bigger than ever imagined. But that's not why I do things here. I do things here because I'm called by God to do it. And the deeper I've walked down this path, that's all that matters. Whether it's one or one million, it is all the point of where God needs us, where he wants us, and ultimately how we serve him in all things that we do. So let's just begin with a prayer to set the conditions, and then we'll do some more prayer. We'll start with our prayer thing. 
Father God, we are blessed right now in an amazing way as to have come together in a fellowship with your grace and all that you provide. Father, we are in a place right now that we're in transition, and for lack of a better term. And so today, as we set out on this step today to pursue healing and prayer, we're declaring our authorities with our heart, with the purity of all that we have, and then in the blood of Jesus, to be able to step into this place to heal the sick, to heal the broken, to raise up the dead, to cast out demons, and to pursue that quest of greater works. And in the end, Father, it's always centered on the principal issues of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we've witnessed miracles, in fact. In these last weeks, you've shown us the power of the Holy Spirit. You've shown us the power of miracle healing. You've shown us the power of deliverance to release and set people free. We've heard the words of the many, the wise, the warriors. We've heard the words of the passioned and the scripturally based. This, all of this leads us to a greater awareness and awakening to what we're trying to achieve, our pursuit and our love in you. So, Father, in this moment and in this time, we just sit here in, in preparation for what will be yet another journey, a journey of healing today, a journey of deliverance today, to reach out to the many who are in need, whoever that is, and to know that we are with you. We pray with you, and we will heal with you as we knit together the body of Christ and raise up a more powerful body to stand before this time against this enemy with a strength unknown in, in modern times. Father God, bless us on this step today. Guide us in our prayers. Hear us in our breath. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. An interesting note before we get going. Um, there was a wheelchair that was left at Bars Fest. And I didn't know what it was about. I just knew that it was left. Well, the reason the wheelchair was left is because the person that came in on the wheelchair walked out and left it behind. They were healed. This is the power of what we carry within us. This is the glory of who we are. And this is truly the, the wonders that God gives us within us as we lean in, we breathe, and we pray. Those last couple of days with Leah and Michelle, I've witnessed another level of praying. And it's amazing to watch and learn because there's, this is the point of humbling ourselves to understand that everything that we do must be through prayer and through Him. I've said this before, but I don't think I've lived it to the point that I'm stepping into now. It doesn't matter whether you are going to buy groceries. It doesn't matter whether you are making breakfast or coffee, gassing up your vehicle. Everything is a function of through him. And we take these menial tasks sometimes as something that just are not part of him somehow. But everything is through him. And the more that we work this model and we lean into him in all things, we start to develop a deeper and deeper intimacy with him that is greater than anything we can imagine. 
So I'm encouraging each and every one of you to do just that, to lean into him in ways that you've never thought possible or maybe even considered and truly, truly experience the greater gifts that will start to flow. And by gifts, we're definitely not talking about like higher level bank accounts. We're talking about the spiritual gifts that are centered around the principles of anointings, of mantles, of healing, of casting out demons, deliverance, raising the dead, and the way that we can pursue and expand the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I want to start, one last thing, to start with a story I think that sets the conditions for everything we're about to do. And I've told this a couple times, but it seems, as I'm listening, it seems that God wants me to share this story again. On Monday, before I left, I honestly didn't know where I was going. I had two directions I was looking at possibly going. One was south and one was north. Either way, I knew that the end of this coming week, this this new week, I was going to have to be in Yuba City by the 4th of October because that's when men's camp begins and I'm one of the guest speakers. So as I got in the Jeep and I set the GPS to head out somewhere, the GPS wouldn't work. And And I'd already been given a word to leave under the cover of darkness. And of course, me being of tactical mindset, I had totally convinced myself that this had something to do with some dark demonic attack. (laughs) which is probably good for an action hero movie. But it's not what it was. It was a test for me. Um, I stepped in the Jeep, and the GPS would not work, no matter what I did. And I'm good with directions, but it was at night now. And it had been about a week since I'd driven in, so couldn't find the place on my atlas. Drove to the end of the road of Madeline Farms, got to the end, and started just no GPS. And so I literally made the turn and said, okay, I'll just follow by my heart and where God leads to, to drive by faith. And the metaphor is not missed because a lot of what was going on there is I had just enough light with the light on my Jeeps and I've got a lot of light on my Jeep, but I had enough to see a distance in front of me, but I couldn't tell where I was going other than the road. And so I drove and with three quarters of a tank, I told myself, well, there's a lot of road. And out there, I didn't, it's not like you can get lost, but you can wind around on country roads a long time. And when I finally arrived at the intersection where there was a main road, God said, go to Louisville. So I did. And I spent that next hour catching up with my parents on the road, closed out that call. I pulled in to get some stuff for the hotel for to eat the next morning. And... God said, call Michelle. And that's when the step was made to come where I am at right now and where I've been for the last few days. That's literally letting him guide. And it's been an amazing week as a result. So the word is simple. Truly walk by faith and trust that he will bring you where you need to be. All right, let's dig into some prayers. We've got a lot to do today. And uh, one last thing here. Podbean has a goofy system. And, oh, we have Pastor Devonese in this morning. Good morning, Pastor Devonese. Um, thank you for joining us. So um, one thing that um, it, Podbean's kind of screwy, and, and they do this little points award thing each month. So apparently we didn't hit the right number of points 
to get four hours, but we have three hours in a block now, whatever. So if we start winding to the end of time and haven't finished prayers, I've already got the next show queued up, and all we'll do is shut this show out and jump right to the next. So we'll just keep going. So it's not a big deal. Just giving you a heads up in case we get there today, which we might, because we that's only we, we burn through three hours in prayers pretty quickly. But uh, all good. Okay, Patriots, let's... Let's go. Start with uh, praise reports as we do. Boy, it's been a while, I'll tell you. It's been like two weeks now since we've done this, something like that. This is good stuff. Buckle up. We're about ready to have the most fun you've had in two weeks. Well, that's not true. We had Bards Fest. You can't top that, but this is going to be fun today. Dear Bards family, six weeks ago, I started my bucket journey. Uh, taking my son's ashes to his final earthly resting place, then Bardsfest. Prayers were said for a safe trip. There were many stops along the way, and many bedatters opened their doors for me. Fellowship and breaking bread. There's nothing better. My son's ashes were delivered safely, and much was learned about him, then Bardsfest where another one's son's soul is working on being delivered. Amen. Love and thanks to all. Jazzy Judy. Well, Father, we just want to thank you for a journey that was now complete to literally bring somebody home and themselves home as well. Father, this, is a, been a, this has been a miraculous and amazing walk that we've had in the last few weeks that we've seen the coming together of the many. And we come together with the singular heart of Christ to pray, to literally have ourselves set free and to raise up the whole body of Christ within us. Father, we bless Jazzy Judy. We thank you for the journey that you put her on, stepped her, allowed her to step into and to find completion and wholeness in the conclusion of her trip at Bars Fest. May you continue to bless her Raise her up in the kingdom and send her on a path of an anointed way that will allow her to take the passion that it took to drive across this nation with her son's ashes into a level of ministry of her heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praise report. The most awesome miracle praise report. Nikki Knight, if you could get it on tomorrow's show. Well, we're here. Family, you simply won't believe this. JCUK, which she's from the United Kingdom, by the way, read my prayer posted here and happened to be on a course not too far from far away. She contacted me yesterday about meeting up, but I couldn't drive to meet her owing to dog sitting two Labradors for the weekend. Long story, she says. Uh, JCUK sales, by the way. That's what this is. That's what that link up was. So the upset upshot is that she is coming here tomorrow evening and staying overnight. I am so humbled and amazed by this awesome miracle Father has wrought. As far as we can tell via phone call today, the only other active BDAD lives the opposite of the country, and yet Father fixed it for us to meet. <laughs> That's awesome. If I hadn't written my prayer request, and I nearly didn't, didn't but put it on my uh, heart to do so, none of this would have happened. A miracle beyond the, my, my wildest dreams. Thank you, Father, so much. Truly, you are the most high God, and I love you so much, Dean Trotman. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, 
These are two UK beat adders, Bards Nations folks. And this is truly a blessing. And these two have been in chat and to bring them together in one place so they can meet and unite. This is the building of community in the body of Christ. And this is exactly how things are done. We're seeing right now the knitting together of the body of Christ, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We're seeing people coming together of common heart and cup and mind. So, Father God, we just want to bless JCUK and D. Trotman. Um, they have been two beautiful souls walking in parallel, not realizing how close they are, and now they're able to connect, unite, and bring their love together in the body of Christ to his fullness. Father, we ask that you bless them both on this journey, keep them safe, but most importantly, in the presence of each other, allow them to, to totally feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Let it raise up within, let it heal them deep down, and may it bring some peace and joy to them, equal to all that we had at Bard's Fest. What a blessing. Thank you, Father. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Scott, Bard's Fest was very moving. I want to say magic or magical. God was moving throughout the world. I would say miraculous, not magical. That's good. I got you. Uh, God was moving throughout this world world through Bards Fest, and I was only listening to the podcast. I was laughing and crying right along with y'all at times. One thing is certain. The Holy Spirit was working overtime this weekend. I'm in Texas, and I pray God will bring Bards Fest here soon. The answer is yes, next year. I need to get baptized, and I want to do it during Bard's Fest. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Reptilian watcher. Dude, do not let those snakes in. Lizard heads are not allowed, so your your task on the wall is by name, reptilian watcher. Keep them out. Um, here's the really awesome, we will be doing, we talked about this. I do intend to do a Bard's Fest this next year in Texas. It's important to get one there. And... Uh, but uh, this is great, and there is a there is a true um, truth to this of what is said here, which is the Bars Fest. I've heard this report over and over. The people that were watching, people that were part of it online, were getting touched with the Holy Spirit. Father God, the glory of what has happened over this last week is that you reminded us that there is no limit to the Holy Spirit when we take off the limits that we place upon you. Father, we took you out finally out of a box and let the power of the glory of Christ flow completely and everywhere. So, Father, right now we are blessed and we're thankful and we're grateful for this testimony from Reptilian Watcher. May you continue to bless Reptilian Watcher with all that they are, with the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the blessings of heaven, and truly a blessing to know that the words that were shared, the prayers that were, were created and done, the deliverance that was was experienced didn't limit itself to the place of Bards Fest, but was able to use the airways to literally take new dominion across the world. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you. In our in all that we have, we praise you for all that we are, and we say thank you and bless Reptilian Watcher for his testimony and in the days and weeks ahead. Praise report: gifts were given. Oh, what an honor has it has been amongst the number. I haven't been able to truly express the words, the impact of the manifest, uh, manifestation witnessed and experienced at Bards Fest 2023. 
I'm telling you, this is, it was powerful. I think, I think God showed us truly what revival was. This is my words, by the way. I think God showed us truly what revival was because revival wasn't about a 24 hour vigil for 20 days. Revival is it lit the prairie fires and it sparked the fires of righteousness within the hearts and the passion for Jesus. So as people are leaving, you're carrying with it that, that fire, that flame of the Holy Spirit that you're now bringing into your communities. And then this just becomes amplification and this powers and blessings that come continue to flow. So continuing, Holy Spirit told me that I was to start a homeschool starting with my grandchildren that will establish him in them. I know that the atmosphere of oneness created open heavens above us that allowed us to receive heaven's abundance. Thank you again, Deviance Ball. Well, Father God, I just want to thank you for these blessings put down upon Deviance Ball. I just ask that this new quest to set up a homeschool is anointed, that it may be truly a mission in fullness to bring him into them, that is you into the children, Father, to light the fires of the Holy Spirit into the youth to open their eyes truly to the glory and love of kingdom. And may all the resources needed and the blessings of abundance beyond measure be given to Deviance Ball. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praise report. I'm on a mission to become healthy for God, my wife, my children, and the family of God. I spent the weekend at Bard's Fest in Flemingsburg, Kentucky, sleeping out of my truck. I have been I have been loved on, spoken info, profited over, and delivered unhealthy, unhealthy, unwanted. God is good, Jim Hem. Well, Jim, we're happy to have you, and we're blessed that you are there. And truly, Jim, uh, that is the whole point, is to come, to be healed, to be restored, and then to step back out. So, Jim, we just pray for your blessings of your family, and Father, may you just bless Jim for having the heart to, and the courage to come to Bard's Fest, to be with us, to unite with us, and to be one with us and one with the Holy Spirit. So, okay, that was, uh, oh, I just got a correction. That was Pastor, oh, that was Pastor Devonese. Okay. I'm not, I'll have to get that. I got an update from the update machine over here, dropped a note on here, so... Um, so that, that is blessed Jim and all that he is and, and may he guide him completely in all he does. Amen. Last praise report. I just want to thank everyone who is part of Bard's nation, especially you, Scott, you prayed for my mother, Sandy, a few weeks ago on coffee and Jesus. I stopped over to see her tonight and she's doing much better. She was up walking around for long periods of time. She's put weight on, and she was smiling again. She's even been able to drive and run errands. She heard your prayer and wants to thank everyone who prayed for her. God is great, and things truly are possible through Jesus. She said she feels blessed. God bless Bard's nation. I see all. I'll see all of you as my family, and it's the best family anyone could ask for. Thank you, Scott. God bless. Brian Heathcote. Well, Father, we just thank you for prayers answered as we uh, hear these praise reports and praise the, the glory of God, all the healing that has gone on with Brian Heathcote. Father God, we just ask that you'll continue to bless his mother and bless Brian and all that they do as they step forward into the power 
and glory of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name. Okay, patriots. Prayer request time. Let's go. A prayer for my brother and Bard's nation. Good morning, Scott, and the prayer warriors of Bard's nation. As always, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this family. Thank you for my friend and brother in you, Jim Conley. This man, your son and faithful servant, has suffered great loss. We lift this man up to you, Lord Jesus. We ask that you bring him your peace, your strength, and wisdom, Lord. Place your hand firmly upon him that he may feel your presence and love and the love of these here, his brothers and sisters, who, who mom who mom with him. May your light shine on, on this man and his family as they, they heal from a painful loss. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Yahshua, Emmanuel. For Bart's nation, I pray that we have, an ex, we have experienced at Bart's Fest be multiplied tenfold, that what we learned here in Flemingsburg, we bring home and shine your light, Lord Jesus, into our communities and relationships, that all might see your glory on full display through us. That Thank you, Jesus, for the call to serve at this time. Hallelujah. It, it, is, our, it is in our King's name we ask pray, and pray these things. Amen. P.S. Home does not feel the same now, does it? Home for me has become the place in my heart, full of the fellowship with my brothers and sisters at a great gathering under the banner of Christ Jesus and those who faithfully serve him. Now let's go change the world. I love you all so very much. Your faithful brother, Jay Wu. Those are good words. Well, Father, we're going to lift up prayers this morning for Jim. Conley and his son James. Over this last week, Father, we know that Jim had to suffer through the reality of the loss of his son, a son that sadly died of an overdose. And so this is a moment now where there still exists a lot of pain, and it's the aftermath of the saying goodbye. Father God, we just ask that you'll raise up Jim and his son James in this moment to unburden their hearts. Jesus, just ask that you'll take presence before them to truly, with the blood of Christ, heal the wound. And Father, as we see the healing and the restoring, to be able to lift off the weight and the burdens that sit upon them now. For James, and Father, we pray for James, the son. These are going to be some challenging times ahead. You and I have talked. So James, keep your eyes on Christ and understand that Jesus is with you. He will guide you and he will keep you strong. Don't fall to the darkness. Don't, don't reach for that thing that lurks there to draw you in, but rather keep your eyes up on the cross and keep walking. Remember what we are here for, to, to stand, to occupy, and to overcome. Father, we ask that you bless this man, these two men, as father and son, heal the past and the wounds, and unite them together to be stronger as one, as a team in the coming days and weeks ahead. Bless them and guide them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, for those that have now experienced Bart's Fest and are now taking this journey home where the world doesn't seem quite the same, may we all be blessed. May we praise you for all this gift to be able to finally see through the veil, to start to understand the greater purpose of the body of Christ and its function and meaning.
to to praise and worship in in glory of you, the, the wonders of the Holy Spirit that are now flowing through all of us. And may that spark do nothing more but grow in intensity and the flame and passion for all that you are that we continue to pursue with greater ferocity. Father, bless all that are here. May the eyes open. May the passions for this pursuit of sharing the gospel increase. And may the gifts and the anointings become more clear for each person that attended and each person that listened online. May the steps before them be eliminated into the glories of heaven and the directions you wish us to walk. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, prayer gang. Approximately 30 years ago, I got the mandatory hepatitis B vaccine in order to finish the last semester in a bachelor's nursing program. I had a bad reaction and subsequently received intravenous immunoglobulins. You know how I am with medical terms. I don't do well. We'll see how this goes today. Immunoglobulins. Globulins. Immunoglobulins. There we go. For years. Those are now stopped and the force and that and that forced me to retire just months from 62 years old. My symptoms have gradually worsened over time. And walking with two canes and maintaining balance has become increasingly difficult. Please pray for healing. Thank you, Patricia. Well, Father God, we raise up Patricia before you today. And with the authorities declared on us, the authorities given to us in the blood and by the declarations by Jesus himself, we proclaim healing over Patricia. May the imbalance of the blood be cleansed and may her infections that she has within be purged and may her body be restored and the canes cast aside and she now walks boldly into this world as the perfection that you created her at birth. Father, bless her and anoint her with the love of Christ and with this we establish a hedge of protection around her to fill that fully with the Holy Spirit and anchor that to protect from any influences external, whether intended or whether implied. And may those contracts be broken and may the Holy Spirit flow within her and may she now be able to rise, casting off the crutch and the canes that she's leaned into and stand now boldly in this world as a child of the Most High. Bless her and guide her in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Scott, one of my co-workers' husbands needs prayer for healing. She and her husband are professors, professing Christians, and did not get the jab. For six years, Thomas was fighting a blood issue. His hemoglobin count keeps dropping, and he has to get iron infusions and sometimes blood infusions, depending on how long, low it gets. He's, he seems to need these infusions about every three months. They don't know the, what, cause, what causes it. Janet, the wife, and my coworker, is rightly concerned about the blood infusions due to jabbed blood in a blood banks in the blood banks now. Please pray that Father would heal his blood, correct his iron levels in the body, and clear them of their dependency on these iron and blood infusions. And if necessary, show Janet and Thomas if there are any changes they need to make in their habits to improve his health going forward. Love in Christ squeaks. Well, Father God, we're raising up this day. We're raising up Janet. Hang on just a second. We're raising up Thomas this day. 
to be healed. Father, this issue with the blood is really the core of who we are. So, Father, we ask to be blessed, that he be blessed with the blood of the cross, that let it flow over and through. May it heal and purge. May it restore and bring life. And may it lift up Thomas to cast off that burden of, of sickness and to bring this body out into the perfection of the temple it was intended to be. Father, we ask that you open the eyes so that Thomas can see and hear and to be able to see clearly where you, the changes you need him to make. And in so doing, to restore his body fully, to purge it from that which is trying to attack it and destroy it, and instead reinvigorate it with the Holy Spirit and all that is. Bless them together as one. Raise them in the glory of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Could you please pray for little Ashton, who is two years old and has brain tumors as well as tumors in his lungs? Doctors say it is stage four. Dion. Two years old and has brain tumors. Hmm. Father, this is, a, this is yet a testimony again of a little one. The war seems to wage always on the little ones. So, Father, we're placing this little one before you on the throne and asking and declaring over him total and miraculous healing. Father, we're asking that this child brought to this earth for yet another, to be a yet another member of the kingdom, be blessed with the power and glory of the Holy Spirit, to watch this child now be restored, not burdened with the parasites of this world, but rather lifted into the glory of heaven. May, may we see the, the blood of Christ wash him and bathe him, heal him, and in so doing, restore him. And now let this be a moment where as well he has been blessed and anointed with the glories of heaven to allow him to step in now as a warrior of Christ and grow to be a voice within the kingdom, having been healed, having been restored, to be able to speak truly the truth of the power of the Holy Spirit into this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. To let it, to see here. To let it be known, I am a, a BK amputee below the knee amputation, and it took, and I took a fall Thursday night, Saturday the 14th, Hopping around at night, landing on my stomach. The pain is great enough that I cannot wear my prosthetic leg. I am unable to work and requesting Bars Nation family for prayers. Prayerful mechanic. Father, we raise our hands in prayer. And we raise our hands and place our hands above prayerful mechanic. And Father, as we... We now place ourselves over him and through him. We're praying for miraculous healing, a prayerful mechanic. May the pain be pulled. May the healing be through and through the body. But Father, we want to go farther. We're reaching today for something greater, a restoration in a way of a true miracle. So Father, as we pray into prayerful mechanic, we're praying for the restoration of the limb. This is of the greater works. 
the true healing and the power of healing. And so, Father, as we see the body heal, as we see the bruising removed and the pain removed, we also see the need for the prosthetic now slowly and steadily being released. Let this be a moment, Father, a true miracle. We see the regrowth of the leg. And we pray for this regrowth and see this regrowth and rejuvenate this body to the perfection of kingdom. Raise him up, bless him with the blood. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Seeking prayers for my, my daughter and granddaughter. Baby has stopped growing, and if things don't change by next week, they will have to, it will take her two months. They will take her two months early, Shannon. The womb, the power of the womb, and the nurturing place for the growth and expansion of the kingdom. Father, you've shown us this last week through the prayers that we've done, just how essential the idea of fertility is in this nation at so many levels, both in the man and the woman. And it's the seed then that grows to becoming the fruitful bear, the fruits of heaven that now walk with children. Father, what has ever has interrupted this root to not allow it anymore to take up and grow in, with grow this child? We pray that restoration within the womb and the blessings of the Holy Spirit to fill this young child so that they raise up, grow, and continue to be to continue to expand within the womb. May the blessings fall on this child. Any maladies that are there, any infections that are there, we cast out. We establish a hedge of protection around this family and this mother, and we declare it with the blood of Christ to cast out any demonic and to truly pour in the Holy Spirit to, to, to flush out the evil and to fill it with the power of love. And may this child know love, love of a different kind, love of Jesus himself. And Jesus, we ask that you can just place your hands here upon the womb and to heal this child, to restore this child's growth so that there'd be nothing impeding him as he steps into this world to come become a mighty warrior within the kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening, Scott. I have an update for my brother, Brian. He, was, he has gone through his first round of chemo. He has stage four cancer in his lungs and throat. The doctor is hopeful and said it, it is treatable. He was, he, we are asking for healing for Brian and that the doctor keeps a steady hand. Let's see, I'm just reading here. We did give him all of the info from the medical rebel so he could look into it. Thanks, Crafty Nut. Father, we're just praying now for, for Brian and his stage four cancer that's in his lungs and throat. And so I think this is important here, Father, that it doesn't matter. You're saying it really doesn't matter where the cancer is. What matters is where the Holy Spirit flows. So, Father, we're just praying for a miraculous thrust and flow of the Holy Spirit throughout Brian to truly cleanse that body, purge out these infections, restore down to the cellular level, and let that let our prayers be that powerful 
powerful replacement for chemotherapy. Instead, it's our prayers with the power of heaven that are flowing into Brian to shake out those things that are growing within, to neutralize any of the infections, and to truly be the true treatment for what he needs to restore his body. A, a treatment now that massages and, and nurtures and brings those cells back in full growth so that his body can be restored in fullness. May this healing be miraculous and instantaneous. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. My wife is scheduled to have a lengthy surgery tomorrow. I have, and that was on the 21st. I have a strong premonition that it will not go well. 21 years and one week ago, she had, she had extensive trauma surgery. A trauma she, re, uh, she recovered very well from. Her trauma surgeon talked to her when, her trauma surgeon talked to her when she was finally able to converse and told her she would have died from the accident and that God must have better plans for her. <laughs> I love the way these doctors talk. They're all spellcasters, I swear. Our grandchildren are about the same as my children uh, were when she was when she, when she had her accidents, five and six. My fears are likely baseless, but I would appreciate a quick prayer tomorrow morning. Thank you. Update. Thankfully, my fears were unwarranted. My wife came through surgery today very well. They told me the surgery was over about the time Scott took to the sta stage at to open Bards Fest. Well, there you go. Hopefully it will add greatly to the quality of her life. Thank you all for your prayers. God is not done using her yet. Juan Jose. So just a couple words. Medical people spellcast. And, and these spellcasters that they do, are they don't even know they do it, but it's so ridiculous. And it's to tell things to say like, God must have something better for you because it's basically to say you're lucky that you survived. No, you survived because God protected you. And there's a constant thrust of us to try to buy into these narratives of limited life or somehow that God is a lucky draw. These are all methods of spellcasting that the medical industry just has within their entire lexicon. It's ridiculous. And they have to be broken. The other thing is premonition. Okay. Watch premonition because you start to walk into this idea where fear now converts itself into something we project. And when we're rooting from a root of fear by definition, and Juan, this is just a word for you. You have to cast out fear. We can't walk with fear. Our fear, sure, it creates a story that we're then spell casting into the world that we end up just destroying ourselves. There was no, God looked over this beautifully and the prayers overcame that. But we're forgetting fear. Lean in. That's what we, God tells us, fear not. What, 365 times in the Bible? There's a good reason for that. Our hearts are centered not in fear, but in love. So. Oh, hello there. <clears throat> Michelle just came in. I don't know if she's going to join us. We'll find out in a minute. Oh, she'll be here in a minute. So the um, the whole point here, and Juan, we're blessed that your your wife is is healed. And it's truly a wonderful thing. But we're equally. It's just a reminder that prayers are powerful for healing. So Father God, we just want to thank you for this great update. That Juan's wife is safe, healed, and we continue to bless her with continued healing. 
to bring her into a, a more profound walk in this life. And Father, we're just asking for an anointing upon Juan and his wife to um, bless them with a sight and a direction you want them to go, to use this moment of healing as a statement and testimony into the kingdom and the miracles of healing itself, so that once again, as we bring these testimonies into the world, it raises the hearts up to truly join in the greater body of Christ, to be inspired, to look eyes up, and to be humbled before the throne. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Mr. Kesterson. How are you doing? I'm quite well. I'm running on Jesus fumes. <laughs> we were. Can I share a little bit about that last night? Yeah, please do. Okay. We have, we're on a, a little deviation because I want to tell you about a story. And it's it's important. And we're going to pray on it. Um, there's a very dear friend of Michelle and uh, Leah that has... How much detail? No, as much okay. as you want. Okay that has suffered as an SRA, which is satanic ritual abuse person, victim, and has carried on a tremendous amount of pain and um, wounding for almost 10 years. Michelle and Leah have worked with him and done a great job. And last night uh, we had a campfire, and which you can catch up a little bit of it on YouTube live in case you want to run over there and go, what's going on? Because <laughs> you'll see Michelle and Leah playing guitar. But what, what's important about this story is that how God works. Um, last night we were praying around the fire uh, and Leah was playing and we were just praying and letting, letting the prophetic flow. And um, God just says, tell Matt you love him and he's your brother. And this is where it began. And I'm telling you, it was amazing. We worked until about 4 a.m. this morning. We did. And we prayed and we worked deliverance with Matt and we prayed and we prayed. And patriots, this is a miracle. And truly is because we witnessed it before our very eyes. We watched a man who has carried a lifetime of pain from abuse in the most horrific ways, truly. And I in mean, a very similar way as you. A much higher level too. Right. Yeah. Uh, guilt, burdens, but even being even I meant the guilt part the guilt part yeah but even deeper than that oh right? it's we it is way deeper way deeper and just from the family as well which is even more just horrible and we prayed on this for literally I don't, I don't know and we went to 4 a.m let's just put it there yeah I was trying to track it in my mind I was like when did we start this it was after 11 yeah so we went till 4 a.m and we witnessed a man release give up all the weight of the pain of 40 years. Yeah. And we watched a man come to life before us. A man who was deep within himself, eyes that were dead. And by the time we finished, someone who was laughing, someone who was throwing some snarky jokes, <laughs> eyes were bright, face changed, smile changed. You and know, it, it, it's interesting that... um you had said to me afterwards, because I called you yeah. at four in the morning yeah. after you left here. And uh, you're like, I, I really had no frame of reference right. for the change. So I want to give you guys a frame of reference for the change. And, and you guys know Matt as the Kansas cowboy, but we're just switching that to just Matt. And he is a cowboy, so he can keep that part. Um, he, he has had so much pain that he has 
adapted to, it's kind of like when you have like, like you with your hip, right? Right. You adapt to it. Yes, you do. You know what I mean? And so there's, there's different things that we do that we're used to doing to compensate for that pain. Mm-hmm. And I noticed last night that whereas his, normally it was kind of like one of those things like don't touch it because it's so painful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this just even without a frame of reference. He was frankly the eagerest I've ever seen. Like, yes, I want even dog cares. Yes, I want deliverance. Like, yes, I let I want to do it. Like he was like on the edge of his seat. He's frank, quite frankly, we've never seen him that eager. This is what's amazing, is that I've the deliverance I've done. Go ahead. No, I just it's just hitting me as I'm talking about this. And I know why it is. Well, in part it's because it's been a long time coming. Yes. And I don't want to speak for Matt, but this is the sense that I got. Okay. That, you know, you can be ministered to by your, your sisters for a long time, but that only goes so far before you need a man. And we've tried other men in the past and they didn't, they couldn't hack it. They didn't work. The walls were still there. And it was as if it was like Matt was saying, Scott, I've been waiting for you to get here. It felt like that. I'll tell you honestly, when someone God, that I could trust, when God told me to just step in and give him a hug, yeah, and and you know to the credit, I mean Brad Cummings was the one that really gave me that word at Bars Fest. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like Scott, don't always never forget the importance of a hug and telling somebody you love them, right? And it was a true statement. And when we we went from apprehension to where literally. We would start talking through stuff and he'd be like, okay, I'm ready, done. In the name of Jesus, it's out of here. And it was just released. And, and let me tell you why. And this is very interesting. And I, and I, and this is, I have to say this because this is so important. The Matt went from death to life in the first three years, actually it was in the first three months of his salvation. And he skyrocketed faster than anybody I've ever seen in his faith, in his devotion to God, in the words that he would get. He walks in the prophetic like no other I've ever seen. Like he is a very anointed, righteous man of God. And he's been working. He's at a level, and, and you've done this, mm-hmm. but he's at a level where he does his own inner healing. Mm-hmm. But there are, there have been, it's like, it, it was like, it's all done except for a few things that require assistance. Yes. And so when you stepped in, it's like, he's like, oh my gosh, these are the shoulders I've been waiting for. Like, like, let's say you want to build a house mm-hmm. and you're a man, you can build a really good portion of the house, but there's some times where you need another man to come in and help you lift a levy, a heavy beam. Yep. And that it's like, that's exactly what happened last night. Like Matt. And that's why he's like, okay, I know exactly. Like, it was like watching two carpenters at work. Like this is, this is Matt's house that he's been building. Okay. And then a fellow carpenter comes in who knows exactly what to do. And they work together in tandem on that man's house. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And he's freed. That's the best, best part. And you know, we talk about deliverance and it's at the core of so much of this and deliverance. And we've said many times, it doesn't have to be demons. Right. It's, right. it's about things we hang on to that tear us apart and suck us down. The fractured mind, the fractured mind. Yeah. Well, why don't you leave that prayer for him this morning? Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for my brother Scott and my brother Matt. Um, I thank you that you brought them together. And I know for sure that uh, not only was Matt saying, I've been waiting for all this time for you to get here, but Leah and I were too. And um, I thank you for this anointed time. I thank you that 
he is free and who the sun sets free is free indeed. And I thank you that we burst through something last night that is going to set um, this family on a course that is going to change the world. I thank you that Matt is going to be partnering with us shoulder to shoulder in this ministry like we've known that he's supposed to do. And in fact, take off in his ministry that we can assist in. I thank you, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit is so gracious and kind and that you can heal people that have suffered from satanic ritual abuse. It doesn't matter how bad it is or how far down the rabbit hole it it gets. You do the miraculous work. And I thank you for the privilege of being able to witness what I witnessed last night. I thank you for your grace in our own mistakes and that you cover them up and that you make them as if they, they, they happened the way that they should have happened. I just lift up Matt to you. I pray that his healing journey continue on a rapid fire pace, <laughs> that um, you open up his voice to be able to speak what he needs to speak and the truths that he, need, that he, that he needs to proclaim. And I thank you for that boldness that he's about to walk in and the joy and the light in his eyes. And I thank you for Scott Kesterson coming, essentially somebody that we've been praying for to come and help us for 10 years. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. It was beautiful. It was really wonderful. I want to just add a little point here to this. Um, You have to have a lot of trust when you step into a place like this. Mm -hmm. And Michelle said there was no context and there wasn't. I really didn't know which is he makes it even more amazing because I didn't know where this was. And there's only one place you can know, and that's in the Holy Spirit. You have to lean into the voice of God, and you have to trust. And that goes back to the way I started today's show. It was the walk of faith. And I, you said to me, and I, by the way, I felt it because I was asking the same question. When I stepped into this, I said, Lord, I hope I can do this, okay? <laughs> because the, the 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 weight on this was big, very. And Michelle told me later. She says, Scott, I listened for the first little bit, and she says, I have to admit, I'm not. I was wondering whether you could do this. You know why? Because it, this sounds arrogant, and I don't mean it to, but because we've tried for ten years, and we've had other people try, and it's not. Lee and I have succeeded, but we made a lot of mistakes, and. That's a hard thing to own up to. We've owned up to it over the years. But when you're dealing with something that's so deep and you you have no frame of reference for how to heal it um, on on a level that's that big, yeah, it's you're gonna it's a learning process for you and for the person going through the healing. So there's mistakes that are made. And so when I was sitting there, and the reason why I said that is because I was and I need to repent actually, live on air, why not? Uh, last night for that thought. And here's why, because I've seen the miraculous in Matt and I've seen who he, like, I know who he is and I see him, you know, how when we look at each other with spiritual eyes, we see beyond the flesh. Yes. And so I look at him with spiritual eyes and I know who he is, but then because of maybe PTSD of, of wanting so badly to see his freedom come in a moment like that. And it doesn't. And it's like the people that you put trust in, and you shouldn't be putting trust in people. You should be putting trust in God, but you put your trust in these people and, and they're these great giants of faith and healing and deliverance. And if they can't do it, then it's like, what is going on? And, and this is, again, this is a word that just popped into my head. As I said that it's not about being a giant in the faith. It's about being the right person for that time. (laughs) For just such a time as this. 
and you were the right person. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. No, it's pretty awesome because once I leaned in and I just and then the conversation starts because what we talked about yesterday as, as well is when I'm on a mic, the Holy Spirit flows. Yeah, and it flows just naturally. And basically, what I did is I just let God, like, be my mic through my mouth at that point and just let it flow. And it did. It and did. It, you said so many things that literally there were probably 20 times where Leah and I looked at each other and smiled because you just, it was like, okay, there's a home run. There's a home run. There's a home run. It was multiple times throughout this, that evening where Leah and I looked at each other and we, and, and we were like, that is only discerned by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and, and you hit it. Thanks. Well, like square, like God. out of the park. Praise God. Right? Praise God. That's <laughs> so that's a big one to celebrate this morning. This is like, that was your praise, mid, mid-course mid through praise report on a high level right there. And I was listening to you this morning, um, the whole show, mm-hmm. by the way, as I was it, it going about my morning and, and, and working and stuff. And there was a, yes, you're tired. Mm-hmm. We're all tired. Um, but it wasn't that. There was kind of a, a, a heaviness because when you go through something like that with someone, you need an after action report. So guys, you just listen to it live on air. Yeah, you did. And now the light's back because it's kind of like, okay, yeah, that just happened. It did. Now, it did, these, aren't, these can be heavy. We carry a lot of weight because we're trying to do the right thing. Um, so someone said, it sounds like the work was done um, by both Matt and Scott. He says in both Matt and Scott. Yes. And I, you know, I think that that's true because the, there were words that you were able to speak into him that you needed to hear three days ago. Mm-hmm. And so then, and, and it, it's always the case that when you teach someone something, it solidifies it in you, whether yes. it's math or something spiritual. Yes. And so for you to then teach it and proclaim it to someone else, it solidifies it in you. And I literally said that this morning to a friend of mine that I was telling about last night. Oh, wow. That's amazing. No, it was great. It was amazing. So, you know, the principal rules... Set yourself free, keep yourself free, help others to be set free. Yeah. And that is ultimately it comes down to us. Just as a quick um, reminder, October 9th through October 13th, um, Isaiah 61 is on going on in Yuba City, mm-hmm. the Church of Glad Tidings. It will be live streamed. So. And I also, for you guys looking for it, I promise you that we will, we will restream it on Resistance Chicks Rumble, the whole thing. Awesome. Okay. So you guys can find it there. We'll probably have Hannah do the same. We'll do it on our. We'll do Absolutely. it. On, we'll do it on bars. I may even put it on YouTube. I would. We and so which by the way, like I said last night, we <clears throat> we ran a short um, YouTube live. I don't know why it cut off on you, but it was the devil. It, last night, yes. There's no question. It was Michelle and Leah singing in the fire. It was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, it was really awesome. You guys were doing great. You have great voices. <laughs> After all, this is amazing that it actually works. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, let's, let's get back to some prayers. Let's get back to some prayers. Okay, let's see where we are. Um, we're, this is what we're going to do. I'll read one, and then you read one. Okay, great. Okay, that sounds good. So this is a long one. We're going to do this. Um, tonight, my son flipped his four-wheeler and broke his arm. Both the uh, ulna and radius were broken near this clear, uh, broken clear through. We went to the hospital and were blessed to have a nurse who, through the COVID nonsense, stuck on his, uh, uh, to her faith and did her work of not getting jabbed. During her filling of the boxes, she asked the questions, and when it came to the question of whether a blood product was needed, 
when we consent. I told her from only me and his father. She didn't catch the reasoning to behind it. And then all of a sudden the light went on. I saw her relax and she found comfort in talking with me more. And I thanked her for holding to her faith and, and being there for us tonight. Please add her and others like her to the prayers so that they have the strength to keep fighting. Just an update from last night. The accident happened less than 24 hours ago. We've seen three doctors' facilities in total, and three have been, uh, and all three have been smooth. I know this has been a, a guided hand. May all the providers that showed common sense and uh, step back into the basics of healing continue to the, that path. Prayers of strength for them, please. So as we continue this adventure now, 72 hours, he has little to no pain. And we are managing the small amount of with willow and arnica. He was uh, he has rate, uh, rated the pain at no higher than three, with an incredible considering, which is incredible considering he broke the ulna completely through and the radius three quarters of the way through. I would ask for prayers for him, but they have been answered <laughs> from the start. His pain is manageable and at this point does not require surgery. Thanks the Lord. I could ask for no more, Bridget. Wow. You want to lead that one? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the nurses that stayed on the front lines and stood up for what is right and true because they care about their patients more than they care about the pressure of a job. And I lift up this nurse and all of the nurses just like her that you will promote them and that you will put them in, in positions where people will look up to them, that you will show and make open that they were right. Because at some point it's going to come down to the fact that we need everyone that wasn't vaccinated because they're the ones that are going to be safe. So I just pray that you uh, proclaim before all of their peers that they were the ones that were in the right. I pray that you protect their jobs as long as they're supposed to stay there and that you enable them to open up conversations with people and teach people and still be able to keep their jobs while they are teaching people truth about the dangers of what these um, mRNA, um, <clears throat> Satan poison, tend to, I literally see black goo when I think of them. That's so good. Yeah. I just pray that you allow them to show Amen. people how to get the black goo out of their bodies and to prevent them from getting more black goo into other people. And we bind these stupid COVID whatever's uh, jabs in the name of Jesus. You hold no more uh, authority in our nation. We break the curse. We, we curse the lies that, and the spells that have been cast over. This is, uh, there's been spells that have been cast on people's minds. So I just pray that you make all of these nurses spell breakers in the name of Jesus. Oh, that's the word right there. Father God, we're just going to pray for this moment of healing and what this represents. That this is an opening into the darkness and it's a splitting of the veil. And that truly we have somebody here who listened, who abided by their faith, and this becomes the seed within the medical institution that starts to purge the corruption and break the spell that holds all the, mm -hmm. seems to hold all the doctors whole in, in, in tight. Father, for this young man who broke his bones, we're praying for continued and miraculous healing, complete healing, where there won't even be a, a memory of the scar. We place our hands above him. We pray into him. We pray, pray the blood of Jesus over him. Continue to have a rapid and miraculous healing. And may this be a moment where this family embraces the mantle of healing mm. upon themselves. Their faith is greater than they realize. May they step into this moment in time to realize that they are the conveyors of healing in the physical. And may they embrace this and show them the way, Father, in each and every step in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's something there. It was a good prayer. 
your point of the black goo. So you get to read this one. Where do I start? So right there, it says, hi, Nikki. Okay. Hi, Nikki. I'm so sorry about getting back to you at such a late point. I had told you that I would definitely be a volunteer at this Bards Fest in Kentucky. My family struggles with addiction, and it has been rearing its ugly head. That was one obstacle to me being there. But the main obstacle was God is saying, I need deliverance, if that makes sense. It's too much to type, but my walk with Jesus has been, I don't even know what word to explain it. I feel like I don't know Jesus, God, and the word well enough. Tonight, I listened to a podcast that seemed to be a sign to do the deliverance. I listen um, to a podcast called Blurry Creatures. It's two guys who are Christians, and every episode is looked at from a biblical view. The one today was with Pastor Dave Bryan from Glad Tidings Church. Could you add a prayer request for me and my family for the addiction, alcohol, my and my for the addiction, alcohol, my oldest son, my siblings, and maybe others I don't know about. For all of us, we are all Christians to fully walk with Jesus, to know him, to love as he loves, also for me to work through what I have to do for deliverance. God bless you in all of Bard's nation. I'm sure God has rained down many blessings on this Bard's Fest. Prayerful, I can become more a part of the Bard's family. To have that connection that you all have with our Father God, safe travels to everyone going back home. GMA. So first of all, GMA, if, if you hear this, and I hope you do, and Nikki, if you get this, please pass this along. You can contact us, and we can work through actual deliverance with you, and we'll set up the time, whether it's me or whether it's Michelle and Leah or all three of us, whatever we need, we can figure it out. Plus, we have resources available through the Church of Glad Tidings. Father God, we, this is a moment right now when the heart now seeks to be free. And this is a beautiful moment as someone awakens or awakens to the moment of realizing that the burdens and addictions and chains that are binding them to this earth are now, it's a time to break them and walk away. This is where we intercede, Father. We declare these, this moment in the name of Jesus, that the chains that are binding GMA and her family to alcoholism be broken, that these be separated, and that the wounds that are incurred over the years have now created the cracks in the armor to let the demonic flow in are now sealed. And as with this, Father, we wrap a hedge of protection around this family, anchored in the blood of Christ, fully filled with the Holy Spirit, as now the wounds are now healed in the blood. And as they're healed, Father, we see the rising up of the glory of heaven, the light within the heart to begin to shine brilliantly, both in and out. And now as they look around, the scales fall, they now look at each other, not as people of victim, but now people of freedom as they step to, into this anointing now of walking free within the heavens within the heavens and with the earth. Cast them into this world, Father, now reforged, recreated in the perfection of kingdom, filled with the Holy Spirit, freed from the past and the anchoring of the addictions that are so heavy and so weighted on their lives. In Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Good. Okay. The third Marines were in the jungles of Vietnam. My neighbor was there. We, his neighbors, uh, had known all known about the late night screams as memories flooded back to him. Well, this is PTSD. This is a good mm-hmm. one. Um, he just he is just getting to the point where he can. You need to learn to drink coffee. <laughs> Maybe that's my I'm in the Holy Spirit face. Yeah, it's it's true. It is. <laughs> Not the I only got two hours of sleep every night for two weeks. Oh, this is great. Face. Okay. We're back to it now. We'll get back in the Holy Spirit here. Um, he just is getting to the point where he can share his story 
I found an envelope in my mailbox the other day with an accident account, I'm sorry, of three weeks of his life. A simple note, I thought you might find this interesting. Mm. His personal account of Operation Harvest Moon. Merely reading this was has moved me to tears and I cannot imagine experiencing it in the real life. He told me he has at least another eight of these and the one he shared was the was the old easiest to write. I will save you the details. There is no filter in his writings. A few excerpts. I tried to justify what we had done as more mercy than murder. Nevertheless, this shook me to my very soul. By now, I knew I had been mentally traumatized. Nothing from here on out would be the same. The ends no longer justified the means, and what I and what I once thought was the Holy Grail was nothing more than a withered cross in an abandoned graveyard. Next quote, suicide was no longer an option as everything we were running from ceased to exist. I do not know what to do with this. Part of me wishes I would not have read it, yet I am glad I did. I know that God has forgiven him. I think we still, I think he is still working to unforgiving himself, good observation, and that the sharing of part of this is a process. We are all the body of Christ. Galatians 6.2 says, we should bear one, one another's burdens. A prayer request that we, as the body of Christ, take on a portion of this forgiveness from Cliff so that he can forgive himself, Nathan Litch. So as I was listening to this, it hit me. And this is going to set, I think, a lot of you free. When we talk about Vietnam, when we talk about any of these wars that we were not supposed to be in, by the way, none of them, Correct. not a single one. Correct. When you go into the military, you are, and they, they tell you this, they break you so that they can build you up. It, it is, in essence, conditioning. Mm -hmm. They condition you to obey orders, right. right? And as we've been talking about victims who think that they, you know, let's say you harmed your sibling or whatever, whatever you did when you were a child, your cousin, you know, these types of things. And we, and we walk people through and we say, this wasn't you, you did not do this. And I think that that's something that's missing when it comes to, especially the atrocious wars of like a Vietnam that have horrors beyond others, by the way. Um, I want to, I would say to the, to Cliff this and, and Nathan, if you get an opportunity to, to walk him through this, Hey Cliff, you didn't do this. The American government did this. Mm -hmm. The devil did this mm -hmm. and you were a puppet. And it's kind of like those kids in Africa that the, the, um, the cartels grab and they give them a big machine gun and they train them to go shoot people. And yep. like no one blames that child. No. And the, the problem is, is that we have this idea that once you become a man, you are free from any possibility of mind control, which is not true. And when you swear an oath to protect and to serve, as you do when you join the military, that oath becomes uh, misconstrued inside of you and it's not your fault. Okay. And so I want to, I want this, I want you guys to hear me loud and clear on this. If you served in a war and you committed acts that make you feel guilty and they were orders that you were supposed to do, mm -hmm. that's not your fault. I agree with this. I think this is a really, really important point. It's a process I've worked through a lot this week in particular. 
You have to understand the source of what the action came from. And ultimately, there is a there's an unburdening of this. It's isn't to say you don't step before the throne and seek repentance. I'm going to be very clear about this. That is not, it's not pacing that out. I agree. But what this is doing is being able to cut <clears throat> the burdens of the, of the, that sit upon your shoulder to realize that you were part of a process that was much greater than us. Right. I, one thing we fail to realize in a lot of this is the force and the power of the demonic that's been in playing here. Amen. And once we get to that point and appreciate that moment and how great it is, we start to realize that we're all part of a greater war to destroy God's children. And this is part of it. So, Father God, we're, we're going to, and just a, a note here, real quick, to uh, Nathan Litch. Um, this is a, if you'd like to introduce me to uh, this man, Third, Third Marines, uh, feel free to have, to send me an email at scott at bardsfm.com. And um, we'll see if we can get, I'll see if I can get him on the phone and we can talk a bit. And also, um, I think we're going to be working on, and I don't want to put words in your vision here, but I think what you're getting ready to do is to mobilize some of your higher ups. And I'll just call them by name, uh, Doc Pete Chambers, Corey Terry, who are going to be prepared to be able to handle these types Correct. of things. So it's not always on your shoulders. Correct. It was actually really good words. Warriors here. We heal warriors. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yeah, we, we were getting the resources to help do this, and Doc's getting there, and so is, is uh, Corey, which is good. And I'll talk to them. That's good. Well, Father God, we have two, two things here, right here in this process. We have a healing of a soldier and who's carrying a lot of burdens, who's now trying to give testimony to these, and in the courageous sense of that, bear his bear witness and testimony to the things he was involved in. So, Father, we're praying for a breaking of the chains of the past, a severing of those anchors that are now binding to the to a past of horrors and to literally freeing him to step into the moment to let the past go. This is like a weight upon his shoulders, a backpack, a huge heavy weight that we're now cutting the straps and letting it fall. And in the process here, Father, we're just filling that entire space with the Holy Spirit to cleanse and to purify this man who has now carried the weight of literally a nation which was a nation whose directive was to inflict pain and destruction rather than health and healing. So, Father, we pray for the healing of the heart as a gift back, a repentance before the throne to where truly and wherever he is with his relationship with Christ, may this moment be so profound that in this unweighting of this burden that he finds himself seeking that face of Jesus, repenting for, for all that, he has done, but equally to be raised up mightily within kingdom. We also have a prayer here for Nathan Lynch. And this is one of, of casting off the burdens that he's put upon his heart. Many times, Father, we enter into spaces with our eyes open, unprepared for what we'll see. And this is a case here where Nathan has stepped in by his own admission and wishing he had not seen these things. So, Father, we're asking for a girding, a stepping up to strengthen him in his walk, so that as he looks into these places now, his heart is, is refortified with the glory of heaven, the power of the Holy Spirit, to where literally anything that comes at him is repelled. His armor is stronger, is he greater? And that these experiences is now that are settled within him don't anchor or bind him, but rather free him with a passion to help others set free. In Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Prayers, please. On 9-11, I celebrated 23 years sober. Praise the Lord. Day after, I had to put another pet down, two in two years. Got thrush, 
and broke my foot a few days later, all in one week. My dear husband has cancer, and it can be a toll on him as well with all of this. We appreciate the power of prayer. Thank you, and God bless, Janet. Okay. Well, Father God, we, we are, um, first of all, just celebrating 23 years of breaking the chains from the past. That's massive. And so, Father, we just, we're going to just finish that without the recognition of this and just literally break those chains forever to cast those aside so there's never again a temptation no matter what. This is about changing a narrative and reshaping a narrative going forward and may those burdens be cast off. Well, Father, we also have a, I'm to go through this. Broke my foot. Okay, so you have a broken foot here, Father, and let you carry this because I'm... Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that there's going to be healing. We know that as soon as um, God does something miraculous, the devil comes in to steal it and to kill it and to destroy it. We all know, I think most of us know the loss of a pet, which is really a companion that God sends us to show his love and to keep us grounded. And I just pray that you heal up that hole inside of Janet and in her husband in that loss. And we just, we want to take the time to celebrate those 23 years and not look at the pain, not look at what just happened, but let's sit in this for a minute because the devil was trying to steal it. So Lord God, we give you all glory, honor, and praise that she has managed to stay since 2020 sober and clean and focused on you and healthy and healed and whole. I thank you for the animals that you have given her. I pray that if she's supposed to open up her heart and her arms to more animals, that you open that door and you uh, give her the peace to say yes to that. And uh, we lift up her foot to you, Lord God. I pray that you heal it in the name of Jesus. We cast down this thrush in the name of Jesus. And we speak healing to this cancer in her husband. This cancer must be gone in the name of Jesus. You have no authority. This family is dedicated to Christ, and they are seeking only his kingdom here on this earth. You cannot steal their joy. You cannot steal their happiness, and you cannot steal their peace or their health. So right now, I speak the name of Jesus over you. Blessings and not cursings. We reverse the curses that have been spoken over you. Janet, there have been curses that have been spoken over you, and we break those in the name of Jesus. All of Bard's nation stands in between those curses and you, and all of our shields are causing those arrows to fall to the ground in the name of Jesus, never to be picked back up and come into your life. Amen. Well, you had the same vision I did. It was good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. A little bit of like confirmation there. Let me read them. You okay. You can pray. All right. Just found out my mother, 84, has blood pooling behind her eyes. The docs in Arkansas don't know why yet, and blindness looms. She's an amazing artist, writer, quilter, and truly gifted. She's vaxxed, just FYI, and since then has spoken of, quote, the machines in her head. Don't know if these things are related, question mark. She was always a rough woman and is mad at God, but Jesus heals all things, and y'all are amazing conduits for the kind of love that triumphs, tra triumphs tragedy. Prayers, please, for Miss Kate. She has wandered too far from the path and cannot find her way home, Thank you. I love you, folks. Jules. Okay. All right, Jules, we're going to change your prayer a minute because you just spell cast as something that I absolutely rebuke and break. She has not wandered too far from home. That's it. This is the key. She's actually very close. Hmm. So what's happened here is that the, in this, there's a trauma that's somewhere in the past, and so we're going to begin there. Father God, whatever this trauma is that has allowed these eyes now to deviate, and now we're literally losing the sight in this moment in time, we're asking for restoration mm. and breaking of chains of the past. 
Father, as we pray into this today, we're breaking chains of a trauma and healing a trauma of unspoken that's the rest within the heart of Miss Kate. She is desiring to come home. And so much of this anger and hatred is origin, origin from the fact that what she seeks is the love in Christ, but the pain gives her doubt that it's actually there. So, Father, we're building this bridge. We're erasing a past and we're moving her forward so that she can step into the power and the glory of the heaven. For the vax that was taken, again, this is an outcome of a misdirected faith, mm. a faith where it was ruptured from the past and something she would rely on to guide her, and instead that was ruined somehow. We're asking for the forgiveness and the healing of that space. Her eyes fell to that of the mighty evil, that of literally the Tower of Babylon, and in so doing took the vax. So we know, Father... And all things can be healed. So Jesus, with the blood, we now pray and declare over this woman, Miss Kate, that all that was put in her is now purged, that all that is, that is in her is now cleansed, and the power of the Holy Spirit is restoring her truly, truly to the fullness of who she is. Her eyes now are going to be made clear, for this was truly a yes. trap, and to her eyes being clouded, she cannot see the direction to where to go, but let the words resonate upon her heart. And may this prayer blessing from a friend so close to her now, and it's her mother, right? It's her mother. Yeah. So the, this is the daughter speaking to the mother. Speak Jesus into her heart. That's right. Speak Jesus into her heart and let those words resonate. As Jesus flows into the heart of the mother, Miss Kate, let her be healed. Let that words flow within her body and let her eyes suddenly become clear the noises and the voices fall. And we also, Father, as we say here with this hedge of protection, we break the chains and rebuke any of the demonic is there. You no longer have any authority. The authority in this case was given by the contract created by the Vax. We nullify this, we bind it, and we cast it into the lake of fire. And in so doing, we restore her fully to the glory of heaven, that her artwork now becomes an expression of the joys of all the healing that are about to come, the new direction she will go, she will express and will express the beauty of healing and the glory of Christ through the artwork that she creates in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I want to point something out here, and amen. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I do, so I'm going to tell you that when Scott prays on these prayer calls, and I'll call them prayer calls, the, the Holy Spirit comes through you, and you, you literally pray in the prophetic. Okay, your prayers are, they are prophetic prayers. You're speaking out things that are only discerned by the Holy Spirit. And this morning, and, and I've never put it in that kind of context before, even though as, as soon as I thought it, I'm, I knew it already, but it's formulated in words. And I thought when I was coming down here that I was just coming to join in prayer. And that's a, a wonderful thing to join in prayer, group prayers. It's wonderful. And God spoke to me as I was listening to your prophetic voice. And he said to me, he said, Michelle, you are here to be like a background vocal to that prof prophetic voice, to add another prophetic to it. So I want to speak something to this, Jules. Your mother, when she says that the machines are in her head, the COVID vaccine, all it does, and this is, this is not just a word of wisdom, this is the Lord. The COVID vaccine amplifies what's already in there. And it, it, it does a, a rapid acceleration of bringing brokennesses to the surface. That's why cancers manifest and heart problems and so on and so forth. These are something that may not actually plague you until later in your life um, because of something that, that was let in 
but now here it is. So these machines in her head, it's not from the COVID vaccine. It's something that was already there that the COVID vaccine has pulled to the, to the surface. Oh, very good. So yes, it is related, but it is not from the COVID vaccine. So here's why I bring this up. Because Father God, I come before you and I just pray that you will take Kate through the inner healing that she needs to go through from whatever trauma has happened to her in the past that has caused her to be broken in her mind. Jules, your mom has a broken and fractured mind, and that's why, quote unquote, she's seeing these or she's feeling like these machines are in her head. Okay, this that is the telltale sign of a fractured mind. Okay, it's not from the vaccine. The vaccine just brought it to the, the to the surface that may not have ever been brought to the surface until and she may have just died without it. So this is actually an opportunity that we can seize on in these situations and whether it's cancer that's brought to the surface or whatever, we can seize on these situations that come as a result of the vaccine and then heal them because it is far better for your mother to meet her maker in, you know, 10, 15 years, whenever she goes home to be with Jesus with a healed mind and to spend the rest of her life healed. And so pray into, and, and maybe we can make some resources available I hate to put all the burden on glad tidings. There are amazing books that will help you walk through helping somebody that has a fractured mind. And we're going to do one right now because it's just, this is the word Lord says this. And it's just literally, we need to pray into what this vax is doing to take over the high ground. There's something in this vaccine that is allowing there's to be a hive mind connectivity. That's good. And it is they're literally trying to connect everybody into this wired connected grid. It's satanic. It is satanic, except now it's going to become holy. Amen. Father God, we are praying into this moment to overtake the high ground and take the high ground away from Satan. That's right. We're praying into one massive blast, a connection, a connecting all the people and all the minds that were bound and gagged by this vax. And so now we're going to break these chains by yeah, pushing in the flow Jesus. of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is now going to flow across every person that took this vax. Come on. It's going to place seeds within their mind, yes. seeds of heaven. And these are going to start to undo this vax. And as they start to prosper and grow within the mind, they're going to start to bring the fractured mind to one wholeness Come within on. the kingdom. Yes. Father, we're taking back this high ground today and nullifying everything that the vaccine has done. And as this happens, we're freeing them from this bondage, this enslavement. We're opening their eyes greater to the glories of heaven. And Father, this is emanating, and we can I can feel it and see it. It's emanating out of all the hearts and all the prayers done at Bard's Fest. Yes. This is the center point, and it's growing. It's like a tree a tree growing with deep roots now that were in Madeline Farms that is now rising up into the world and it's reaching across time and space. It's going in through the airwaves. It's going into this, these connections. And everywhere there's this little node, everywhere there's something in somebody, it's being converted to a seed of glory and seed of the heavenly Holy Spirit within each person. And now, Father, we water these seeds with the powers of our prayers. We continue to nurture them and raise them up. And we begin to see the awakening of the greater world and the glory of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was a nice one. I enjoyed that. I like taking high ground. That was really good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys recognize the significance of what Scott just said. All of the people that have had the vaccine who are willing and open to receive from the Lord. I just added that because I felt like it came from the Lord. That's good. Will be connected in the kingdom. And, it, and, and the love and the power in the body of Christ will begin to heal that connectivity that was demonic, but now we're turning it into glory. We are. I, I'm just, I need to add this because y'all know I've had give testimony to this, but coming out of Bards Fest, if there's any one thing, a year ago, let me go back, a year ago, I was given a sword 
in a, in a moment of vision at the Church of Glad Tidings by the captain of the Lord of Hosts. And he said, lead. And I assumed, obviously, that this was like a sword of slaying, but it wasn't. It was a sword of love. And the power of love as we lean into this and the power of what the Holy Spirit can do when we have the heart of love, it just continues to stun me. And it begins to just open my eyes to how much amazing and miraculous healing we can do when we open our hearts to love and let the power of the Holy Spirit flow through us. Amen. Okay. Read another. Yeah. Prayers for our oldest, 16 or 18, Christopher, who got physical with his grandfather and is now institutionalized for 72 hours on our way home Sunday afternoon. If, say, his demons are ticked off, um, (laughs) even lashed out at us when we broke down two hours away from home. Keep the prayers up for him. We will cast them into hell. Jay Chris. Okay. There is, there's some sort of a, a, a curse here on this child and it looks like it's childhood trauma. I can't really see, <clears throat> but this was definitely demonic action. So father, we're, we're placing Christopher in our hands. Our hands are around him. Our hands are raised around him, father. And we're just praying for the power of the Holy spirit to flow through him. For all the demonic that are now touching Christopher, hear these words. He is now off limits as we've cast him, mm. them. You out, break the chains and declare you in, declare any activity you have there forbidden and not allowed. Any contract created or, or intentional or, or by action is now broken and severed. For this is a child of the Most High. Christopher, we're speaking life into you. Yes. We speak Jesus into you. And as we do this, we wrap you in a beautiful blanket of the Holy Spirit. We're flowing down from the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ anchors us and protects this. And no demonic activity can ever touch you again. For any demons that dare attempt to this to come near him, we bind you and gag you to forever speak the words, Jesus is Lord. And Jesus, we place these demons at your feet to do with as you wish. Father, we pray now for a miraculous healing of Christopher, a release to break these eyes, to open his eyes to see clearly, and a humbleness to come before his grandfather and to say, forgive me. Father God, we bless this family and we place a hedge of protection around this family and we speak truth into this family. Truth to now sit down and have the conversations to get to the root, always to the root, the root to find the point of healing, to let it go, to be released and to bring glory of the heaven into this family in Christ Jesus name. Amen. So I'm seeing Christopher in a crib at the age of, I don't know, 13 or 14 months and there's a green blanket and he's in a onesie that's also light green. J. Chris, Christopher needs you to help heal something that happened to him as a child and needs you to listen. The reason why he's lashing out is because nobody knows what's going on inside of his head and no one will listen. So he's being tormented by demons because they're telling him lies in his head. And so someone needs to come in and allow him to just go back into his past pull a memory and listen, listen to his, to his hurt and his anger and ask him, say, why, what, let's get to the root. This is the number one question that you're going to lead into. Let's dig through the layers of why you are so angry because, and, and make a list, get a pad of paper ready and start with the present and then work back year by year. He's only 17 year by year. What are the things that have happened to make you so angry until you get as far back in his memories as you can possibly get? That's what the Lord says you're supposed to do. Amen. Awesome. Please continue to pray for my husband and me. 
We are emergency foster care parents with an eight-year-old nonverbal autistic girl. Wow. We are not being very gracious way over our heads. Thank you, Jane. Jane, it's not that you're being gracious. You have a beautiful heart to accept it. And my father wants you to know that. This is a moment right now where you're going to have to lean in, but we also have to pray in to the healing of this young girl. There's a lot of trauma here and trauma that was induced both internal and external. And whatever the exact cause, though, it seems to be probably vax-induced. This young girl is is in a place right now where she's trying to scream for help. Yeah. We're here to give you help. Yes. So, Father God, we place this young child, eight years old, before the throne. And as we pray into her and we ask you for the blessings of what this child deserves, she came into this world as a gift. And unfortunately, in the process of this, she was treated like a sack of meat. Mm. Father God, we, we break these curses that are upon her. These are childhood curses injected into her that now are severed. And we strip them away. And with this, we breathe in the Holy Spirit into her heart. And we hear the screams come out and release the pain that's within. And as she releases the pain, the voice of heaven begins to flow. Father, this young child is tormented, is fearful. And so, Father, we place our hands above her and take away her fear. Let her see the face of Jesus. And she does. Her eyes open and see Jesus is before her. And Jesus, we ask that you place your hands upon this little one and join in our prayers to give healing to this young girl. Jane, for you and your husband, breathe. It's to breathe in the Holy Spirit and breathe out. You can't take the burden on, but this is a big one, of yourself. You're beating yourself up. This is time now to let Jesus walk with you, to breathe with you, and to learn a new level of patience and grace. This is something that you've stepped into that God wants you to succeed in. But to do this, the only way you can go forward is to walk with him, not just walk with yourselves. So eyes on Christ, breathe in, lay your hands out before you, pray on this young girl, and let the gifts that she has within her that she's trying to express fill you. Understand that what you're going to hear from her initially is panic and fear, anger, lashing out, but she has something glorious in her heart. She's a precious child of the Most High, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know what? Um, Love covers a multitude of sin. And the Lord just spoke something to me that I've never seen before. These vaccines, these childhood vaccines, are designed by the devil to exhibit the results of what happens to someone when they suffer trauma. It's a, it's a drug-induced trauma on the brain. So instead of normally these types of behaviors would result from having been molested as a child or some sort of childhood trauma, Satan's just injecting it right into their bodies. And here's the good news on that. God heals and God is stronger than a chemical. And love is what is going to heal this young girl. And so I want you to speak love over her. I want you to speak life over her. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are precious. Jesus loves you. Whether it's under your breath or to her face, whenever you're frustrated, whenever you're angry, and you can say it even in the anger as the, as the frustration is coursing through your brains, just say, I love you and Jesus loves you. I love you and Jesus loves you. Even if it feels fake, even if it feels like you don't mean it, the very words will heal this young lady. Amen. Good word right there. Good word. Fourth generation Mormon and my sister and her entire family are still part of the LDS church. Please please pray. Also, Cass's. Cass's husband, Jake, is scheduled to return to his job here in Texas about three hours away. Jake is scheduled to here. 
please pray that our God would give him wisdom as to what he needs to do in this situation. It's a little bit complicated, and I'm not, this is kind of an unclear uh, prayer request. Um, okay, let's just, we're just going to pray for some clarity in this family. That's what God wants here. And this is truly where we're going to pray for clarity, and we're going to pray for clarity to put eyes on Christ, to unburden the past and the confusion. We have a spirit of confusion going on here. And so, Father God, we just pray into this family, and we pray in love, and we pray in love in the body of Christ, and we just breathe in and breathe out with them the Holy Spirit. And as this comes into their body and into their family and into this greater circle, there's a, there's a breaking off of a spirit of confusion that is wrapped around them to give them uncertainty and where paths to go. But the word is, again, keep your eyes on Christ and listen to his voice. There's a lot of the I will do in this moment. There's a lot of what he should do, shouldn't do. This is not for you to decide. Father God is pressing into this and leaning into you to have you turn to him in these moments of instability and confusion. And it's through there that you break this binding of the spirit of confusion. So, Father, we wrap this family in a blanket of just massive love. Fill this family with the power of the Holy Spirit and uplift them in the true glory of heaven. And as we do this, Father, we're breaking off any of the binds and chains that are established by the spirit of confusion. We cast it off and bind it and cast it off forever to the lake of fire. And in so doing, Father, we free this family completely from the power and glory into the power and glory of heaven to set them free and to now allow them to live free in this moment, clear-eyed, walking beautifully with Christ, understanding the true glory and power of all that heaven is, and to be freed in the whole trueness and the body of Christ. Amen. And by the way, just so you know what I just did in the process of that, as I'm flailing my hands around here, I just knocked my coffee over and spilled it all over the floor. So Michelle is doing a very gracious thing and cleaning up the mess that I just made. with a, That was Bard's coffee, by the way. So I'm just... <laughs> that was a blessed Bard's prayer, too. Just so you know, we anointed the floor. Okay, so what the Lord was speaking to me on that one is that um, your sister and her husband, whatever's going on in their life, they're ready to just give up, which is why they have latched on to the uh, Church of Latter-day Saints, because they're ready to just be taken out of here because they don't walk in victory. So the message that we speak over your sister and her brother is a message of hope and a message of victory. In the name of Jesus, they will get an excitement for what God has for them, that they don't want to be taken out of here. They're not preparing for something that's really, really awful. They are ready to go forward and expand the kingdom of God. That is what will break them free from this uh, Church of Latter-day Saints because we are not going to get sucked out of here. They are not going to get sucked out of here. What's going to happen is they will have a hope. God is just pray hope and pray joy and victory over your sister and over Jake, and that is what will set them free. Amen. Hello, Bart's family. Please pray for my family. My mother passed away. Thanks. Stop him cold. Father, these losses are difficult, and in times like this, they leave an emptiness in the heart. So we begin by just establishing a protection around this family, that in this time of, of healing, that there's no potential or interaction with the dark and demonic that tries to seek in. May the armor be strengthened, and may the glory of heaven flow in. And Father, as we pray into this today, we're praying in love. And the, the glory of, of the moment to celebrate life, not to feel the loss of death. And as we breathe life into this, literally there's a restoring, a raising of the dead in, this, in the sense of bringing back the gloriful memories of healing and peace and joy 
of the memory of the mother that now sits within each to lift them up, to make them smile, to be celebratory of all that she was and is in your life. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dear family, I have a request for prayer, which God put on my heart that I could ask for because I am struggling. Bard's Fest was wonderful to watch, and I am re-watching it all, but I am struggling so very hard not to feel envious of you all who were able to come together in fellowship. It's so very hard not to feel isolated knowing that I am unable to be with any of you or talk out my embarrassing lapse into almost self-pity. I know that I am never alone. God is blessing me daily, and Jesus and God are always there for me. And yet, and yet, I can't help wishing I could be able to access the closeness of being truly a part of my family, the only family I have, the only church I have. It's hard for me to admit all this, but I truly feel I need your prayers for Father and for Jesus to give me the strength to walk this journey without the added strength from fellowship except online. I know I'm not the only one. I know God placed me here for a purpose, but as our Lord expands our knowledge in a strange way, I feel more isolated than ever. These, There is no one who is as deeply into this walk as I am now, if that makes sense. Please pray for me. Thank you. I do love you all so much, your sister in Christ, D. Didn't we read that last night? Yeah, we did. It's just That was part of our show. It was yeah. yesterday morning. Right. So, yeah. D, um, first thing is, if you hear this, I hope you heard the show yesterday. Michelle did a wonderful job of, of talking about the things that we're working on to help build that. And that was Saturday morning show of Bended Knee Armor of God, which was a special edition, and it's worth going back to. Um Father God, this the place we breathe into here with D, and it's easy for us to say you're not alone when we walk with Jesus, but we also know that there is a true physical sense of walking in the world with each other that we need community. So as we breathe into this, and D, which part of you, there is an anointing of where you are. You said it. No one else walks as deep as you. That's correct, because Father knows that, and this is why you're there. And this, you're there because you need to bring the power of the Holy Spirit into your community. And this is you leaning in and trusting in him. But Father, we ask for a greater blessing. And we witnessed it this morning in an earlier prayer, uh, praise report where two people in the United Kingdom that are followers managed to be able to connect, to be together. So we ask for the blessing of connectivity and to the fullness and to empower D with fellow people of Christ of Bard's Nation, however that works, to where that connections will become easier and easy and will become rapid. That these connections with one another will now enhance her feelings, her her expression in the world, and that these feelings that she has of feeling alone will be erased. Rather, to be the, the fullness of the Holy Spirit to flow through and the amplification of that through the connection in the flesh with others that share the glory of the body. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. As I was sitting here praying for you, This is what I felt like the Lord was saying. You feel isolated and alone and the devil keeps lying to you in order to keep you stuck there. And this is what God wants you to do. He wants you to open your heart and your time to others that need help so that you're thinking outwardly instead of inwardly. How can I help you? So when you find people, God's going to start bringing people in your path and, and he wants you to jump at it and say, can I pray for you? Can I pray with you? Can I listen to what you have going on? Just share with me your story and you become the minister and the listening ear instead of trying to find a fellow co-friend that can be on your equal. God is saying, I want you to reach down for your blessing. That was a good word. I'm going to read the next you want me to. Yeah. Good afternoon, Bard's family. I have a prayer request, please. We are trying to sell our house. 
get out of debt and buy land. Mm -hmm. We don't want to remove all of our garden boxes, which are many until the house sells, but no one wants a house with a garden already in so far. Please pray that father will bring buyers. And if he wants the garden to stay, then send buyers that want a garden. Thank you so much for your prayers. Faith. No, this is good. Father, this is one of these places of setting the right fit for the transition. That's it. Yeah. And this, so we're asking for that, that person that's seeking this type of house with a, I, with a heart for growing and seeding into the world. And so, Father, we're asking that this alignment be made and that the, that buyer's eyes be open and the connection made to this property. And may the blessings of property fall upon Faith W. and her family. May this blessings now be one of shift and release, that literally from where they're going to where, they're, where they are to where they're going, that pathway is now open and the opportunities begin to flow. This is like a river. And right now there's a stop in the river. Part of this is faith. There's something here. I'm, I'm, there is a there's a blockage in this river because don't say anything about releasing the garden boxes. Mm. The the garden boxes are the key. Keep them. Yes. Sell the house with your heart as it is, for you've created something that Father wants to see continue to grow. You have outgrown this place, but someone new is coming to learn to seed and to grow with it. So step with this. Take away the doubt, the hesitation, the need to tear down the garden boxes. Lean into this in a powerful way. The Father is aligning those. Your house is becoming a transition. Like someone new to Jesus, this is it. They're stepping into a new life, looking for a transition. And then from there, don't listen to the realtors either. They're the corrupted voice here. Yeah. They're the ones that are seeding in this idea that you should take out the garden boxes. Just put your faith in Father. Pray into where you're going and ask for the stewardship to be and the mantle That's of stewardship it. to be handed off to the new person coming in so that you can embrace a bigger handle mantle of stewardship to where you're going. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I want to piggyback on that word because it's literally almost exactly what I was getting. Here's the thing. You're not just trying to find a buyer. There is someone very specific that's supposed to move into your house. And God is saying, I am asking you to create a magnet and a beacon for to call them to it. So God wants you to, to know this, that your home and those gardens are a blessing and an oasis for the person that's supposed to move in. And in order to have that beacon, you need to start speaking life and praying for those future buyers. And they're not just buyers. They're the future stewards of that home and start blessing them. God, I bless the people that are going to live here. I give them, I pray that you prosper them, that this will be an amazing place of transition for them and that they will, they will come here because they hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, that there is something that is beautiful for them to, to get while they are here in this place and start speaking blessings and speaking life over the people that are called by God to have this home. Your home, you're not offering a home. You're offering a place that has been saturated by the Holy Spirit. Get anointing oil, pray it over your house, pray it over the doorposts and literally make that home a God beacon and people will start running from all over and they will want that house because they feel the Holy Spirit is there. Oh, and just one more word on this, because this goes to everybody. It's so important. We have to make our homes the power and glory of a sanctuary for God himself. That's so good. And so this is where there's, a, this is when we do this, we start to become the beacons that are, those with the heart of Jesus can see and feel. Each home does. This is like creating small sanctuaries of heaven all the way around strongholds. Yeah. So this isn't just for, this isn't just for, um, is it faith, 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 faith W. Sorry, um, this isn't just for Faith W. This is for all bars nation, all the listeners. 
we have the responsibility of turning our homes into the strongholds of kingdom bless them walk the bloodlines pray into them mm-hmm. make god the center point of all that you do steward your land and as you steward your land god will open up more doors and it centers from the home the family and the nurturing of life good afternoon bards family need prayer warriors My nephew, Jason, for whom you prayed a few weeks ago, has the possibility of renting the little house right next door to me. I'm so excited to have an opportunity to have him in my life again and possibly steer him toward deliverance, healing, and a saving relationship with Christ. Please pray the Lord would give him favor in getting this rental. It's a real long shot with him covered in prison tats and seeming to be rough. And as we speak, she's showing it to two normal-looking young men, LOL, Oh, Father God, please give me another chance to be close to this young man I love so much. Please give him favor in the eyes of the owners of the property. Father, you know this kid's heart. You know he never had a chance to grow up in any sort of stability and that all mistakes he's made in his life are not surprising. But Lord, he is so worth saving. I believe you have a plan, Lord, or you would not have brought him back into my life. So I trust you and I thank you immediately right off the bat. Oh, I thank you. Hang on. It continues for whatever you have in store, but I hope it's allowing him to be next door. I love you, Lord. And that won't change no matter the outcome of this update. Well, shoot. They rented it to two guys, to the two guys I saw there earlier. So prayer shift that the Lord would provide a rental near here, keeping Jason from going back down into the city. Thanks guys. Julie Ross. Father, this is just, oh man, this is just such a beautiful story. This is a heart of loving children in the kingdom yeah, and loving endlessly. And, and Julie Ross Keep doing that. Mm-hmm. That's the first. Don't let that go. Don't be disappointed. There's reasons Father's shifting. And I get the sense that this is far, I mean, this is just the beginning of something very significant. Father, what we actually pray over this young man is that when people see him, mm-hmm. they don't see the tats, they see his heart. Amen. And I keep seeing this, that this heart is greater than the tattoos outside. And let his voice now speak with the resonance of the love of Christ. Let that flow through him. And as he speaks out, let people literally be able to see the heart of a young man who is rising up, who is seeking to be forgiven and to step into a new space of love. Jason, we pray over you and we bless you and we pray over you the power of Jesus. And you need to, wherever you are, Jason, at this point in time, you need to seek a deeper relationship with Christ. This is a moment in time truly where You need to breathe into that Holy Spirit. You may even want to, there seems like a baptism here that you may need to do to wash away the past, to reset now into this new place because there's a new bridge being built with the love that's coming truly from from Julie Ross. So embrace that. And Julie, one last word. There's something about opening doors and that you have the doors that you can open to let Jason in. That's what I was getting. That's literally what I was getting. Really? A hundred percent. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so we're on sync here. So, Father, thank you for that word. And so we pray for just a blessing of love and unity and opening doors that Julie can open. That's right. To bring them together and take that step, Julie. It's a beautiful step that God's waiting and handing you the keys. All you have to do is unlock that door and walk in. Amen. Hi, all. Dora is still in a coma and hasn't awoke since she flatlined. Her sodium levels are were 111 and should be 135 to 140. Her levels were rising to 117 last reported and also put, on, put her on antibiotics and a tube down her throat so fluids don't fill up in her lungs. They did a CT scan and said there isn't any infection in her brain, so that's good news. We are continuing 
continuing to monitor and praying for a miraculous healing. Thank you for asking, Lori Ship. Well, Father God, <clears throat> interesting number. I was were 111. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 117. Those are interesting numbers. Um, so, Father, we, we, right now there just there seems to be just an imbalance in this system. Mm-hmm. And so, as we pray for Lori Ship, we're praying for Dora, and she's sodium levels. Bear with me, Minute Patriots. I'm just kind of sorting this out a little bit. Um, I want to speak right now yeah, to go. Dora right now yeah. while she's in that coma. Yeah, I'm assuming that she's a believer. I'm feeling in the spirit realm that she is a believer, and I want to speak to her in the as as part of the great cloud of witnesses. Dora, you are loved, and your time here is not over. Dora, you need to receive the love of Christ. You need to allow it to emanate, because Jesus is the salt of the earth. And that sodium that you're missing is Jesus. So receive the love of Jesus and allow those sodium levels to come up as the Holy Spirit envelops your entire body and shines out of all of your pores. I see them coming out of every orifice in your body. Just this light of Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. And immediately the sodium levels will start to rise as Jesus, who is the salt of the earth, fills you up from the top of your head to the soles of your feet and walk towards the light, the light of Christ and allow him to fill every part of who you are, to envelop every memory, to bring salt to the bad memories, to heal them up in Jesus' name. Father, we just raised raised Dora up right now. And there's a a lot of things happening here that are in conflict. We've got a a confliction of the medical institution flooding and draining her when we truly wish she needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm. You've set up benchmarks along this path, and that's the the signposts 111 and 117. Truly, Father, right now, these are reminders that you're working within her and that there's a Holy Spirit that's there and that the levels really that need to be raised as confirming the word Michelle is that there's there needs to be raised in the levels of her of the greatness of, of her belief in Jesus. So Dora, just at wherever you are, listen to these words and put your eyes on the cross. We speak into this. And for Laura for Laura Ship, you need to stand at the bedside if you can mm, yeah. and speak Jesus into her heart. Yes. Talk to her. Give her that word. You are now going to be a steward and a guide in this moment in time. For she wherever she is, she needs to hear this. And those are those signposts that God's put up along the way. I'm not into numbers much, but this is an interesting one because these seem to be signposts in recognition that God's speaking to you. It's like, see where I am, see what I'm trying to do, see what we're trying to do to fill her up and restore her. So speak Jesus. And we pray Jesus into Laura or into De- De- uh, Dora. Dora. We speak Jesus into, and life into Dora and the reviving force of the Holy Spirit, fill her and lift her and raise her and for eyes to open truly in a rapid moment of, of it's this is happening. This is a rapid moment of healing. Your eyes will open and start looking around. And when you seek and open your eyes, Dora, you will see Jesus in Christ Jesus' name. Lori, there are boxes. Um, I think they're on Amazon that you can get that have the audio Bible on them. And you just plug them into the wall and they will play on a loop. Yeah. Um, you, If you have the authority to do that in her life, 
um, and you are given permission to do that. You can even get a um, headphone speaker that goes underneath of a pillow and, and just, she needs to have the word of God spoken over her 24 hours a day. Amen. Prayer request for my wonderful neighbor, Pam. She's dealing with a few health issues, including Hashimoto's disease, which causes all sorts of problems as well as work-related injuries. She was a hospice nurse until an injury sidelined her for a while, but she's now back, but with the nursing home residents, not the hospice unit. She loves what she does and those she cares for, but her health issues slowly slow her down and there are many things she can't eat because of the Hashimoto's. Thankfully, she loves the cherry tomatoes I share from our Lord's garden. She's not taking these issues lying down, so she's always digging and doing research to find a cure and get back her vitality, much to the chagrin of her doctor. Well, too dang bad, bad doc. We did have that chat a couple of months ago about the jab, which she is, unfortunately, and she was thankfully receptive to what I was telling her, so I sent her the link to Dr. Merritt's site. Come to find out the other day that she and her husband are more awake than I thought. I'm used to deaf, dumb, blind New York City sheep. So I thanked God for blessing me with such neighbors. Her awesome and devoted husband even mentioned that he feels our world needs a reset of sorts and to go back to older ways. As I told them on Friday, they both have gifts and talents that will be needed should something happen. I pray that dear Pam is blessed with beautiful and miraculous healing and that she and her faithful husband are surrounded by a hedge of protection as well as blessed with godly wisdom to endure what is coming. May they also be receptive to the regular seeds I plant about having a relationship with Christ. Thank you so much. Thank you, my awesome prayer warrior brothers and sisters in Christ. Love you all, Meg. Well, this is, there's, boy, this, <laughs> I, and I have to say this is really important, Meg. You're actually giving her the seeds of, in, she's ingesting the seeds through the tomatoes, which is pretty neat. Oh, that's good. So continue to feed her the nurtures <laughs> and fruits of God. I mean, this is truly that's what so you're great. doing. And pray over them and share the stories of, of scripture with her as you hand her these these tomatoes. This is wonderful. You're, this is literally the vehicle, a, a vehicle. It's it's like this is where we see the physical and the spiritual unite. And so share that. What we need here and, and what we need is more prayer and more daily discussion in Scripture. She's got the fire, but now let's build the fire of the Holy Spirit. So, Father God, we just pray into this moment for miraculous healing and this, this raising up of the fire of the Holy Spirit to literally be igniting within her and to spread across her and all of her oh she is to, to cleanse this and to free her from this bondage that's being put upon her through this, through where she is in a state. This is a woman who is now, regardless of her age, is literally stepping into a new level of, of kingdom love. And it's through the seeding, the seeds that are put within her, that she will share those seeds outward as she goes. Where she is has a profound place. And in this retirement home setting, she has the opportunity as she steps into the glory of God to continue to spread those to the hopelessness that's around there, that she will become the light to help others rise up and truly live out the end of their days with the glory of Christ, in Christ Jesus' name. So Meg, um, since she's your friend, I want you to take this to prayer. When you work in a hospice unit, you're surrounded by a lot of death and it's not always good. And there's, and we need the people to work in hospice, by the way, and it's a ad, very admirable career. However, if you are in that career, you need to have prayer warriors to help cleanse you when you go into these um, places when you're dealing with death. And Pam hasn't had that. So I want you to prayerfully consider walking her through cleansing every single death that she's been a part of 
and getting any uh, possible demonic or oppressive forces that have latched themselves onto her back. See, she has all these health issues because she's t because some of these demons before these people died have attached themselves to her. And because she is close to the Lord and because she is mildly awake, they haven't been able to get into her, but they're still on her. And she needs somebody to help cleanse her and break all of those bonds. Amen. Good. Prayer request for Marjorie on the school construction project. After many disappointing days, the contractor Terry came to see Marjorie today. Once he was paid for the project, he changed. Today, told Marjorie that he lost interest. Prayers that he follows through with coming back Sunday with his wife to get back into the project and bring it to completion. Prayers for Bard's family to rally with help as when needed to share in the work needed. It is well understood that this is after Bard's Fest and by people more local to the school project. Prayers also for furthering healing of Marjorie's hands and success with getting her new phone working as she's been without a phone for several weeks. I'm putting this in here with hopes it will be included in the Sunday morning prayer time. So appropriate uh, Jesus and coffee for 5 a.m. Pacific time start. Thank you for lifting Marjorie and this school building project in prayer. Carla Brown. So, Father, we, we are continuing to declare this space holy. In, in, in Kingdom Stronghold. This is the Mars Nation school that Marjorie's been building faithfully in guidance without even knowing where this would go. So Marjorie, this is to, for you to begin that this last three weeks of no phone has been for you. This has been a period when the Father has been wanting you to lean into him more and to trust in him more. This is a place where there are some things around there that are anchors and you have to become more anchored in him. And in doing so, the healing begins. There's also a transition that's important that's happening. Don't fret for this contractor. Mm -hmm. And this was a word actually given to me at Bard's Fest. And I was actually talking to Michelle and Leah when we were having this. And the word is this. There is a transition coming. There are new help and stewards coming to the property. They're on their way. Yes. And the reason that this, was, this break was done is because you need to now shift this into truly the, the kingdom space. The, those that are working were had good intentions, but ultimately have corrupted hearts. And so now what we're seeing happening as the property line is reestablished, as the property is now defined in its own space, that is truly going to be cleansed and healed. And the finish will be done with the hands that are in love with God and carry the power of the Holy Spirit within their fingertips. So Marjorie, we pray into this and in this moment and that there, wow, there it is. Okay. The property will be blessed with the hands of kingdom. Amen. Marjorie, your hands your mm -hmm. hands now they will be healed but you have to separate out the past and this new space of kingdom these are two two different spaces here so step into this and as you do this with your hands to define that property line the healing begins at a deeper level within you your hands will continue to heal and with this as the communication it's been corrupted there it is the communication was corrupted because when you the self when you had is a symbolic system, it's it's representing the communication. Father God wanted you to have that communication broken, so that the communication will be reestablished and relinked through a new quote phone that will be speaking deeper into Him and into His heart, and you'll be able to hear Him in return. So we bless this property, and Marjorie bless you and your hands for miraculous healing. We continue to hold a hedge of protection and prayer 
strength around this entire property that's anchored in the blood of Christ. We cast out and break the bonds of any demons that are flowing within. And Marjorie, we breathe Jesus, hope, and joy into your heart. Unleaven those burdens. Understand that Christ is with you and understand that help is on the way. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Father God, I just thank you that this contractor is going to either join headlong into this project and get delivered from whatever it is that's holding him back. Maybe he has a pornography addiction and so he can't be there because he's working on something that's going to be dealt with children. Uh, So we break that in the name of Jesus. And so either he can't come back with his demons or he can't come back at all. And you've got someone else that's lined up in this project to take it over. So Lord God, I pray that you make it clear to Marjorie what, what it is supposed to be and that you will open the doors that no man can close and you will close doors that no man can open and you will show the difference between which doors should be knocked down and opened and which ones should be firmly bolted shut. There's another word and it's just a reminder. Marjorie, there is a family. I've already spoken to them. We'll call and we'll talk this week that's ready to move in. I've already met them. I've talked to them. They're a family, a wonderful family of faith and strength in Christ. You and I have discussed it, but this is now this pivot and this move is ready. And they're, they're selling their home, waiting for this next connection. This is the bridge we'll have to make because once this is connected, all things will start to fall in alignment. Good word by Michelle, too, on the pornography piece. Father is keeping any corruption away from this space of children so it can be cleansed and strengthened. There's The depths of the hearts and the purity of the heart are so important in this space. This is truly a blessed space for, as a Bards Nation, kingdom school for children and healing. Thank you, Father, in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So <clears throat> I'll just say this out loud. I'm taking notes, different things that the Holy Spirit is speaking to me to address later on. Um, and in this moment, I will just say this. You know, in Bard's Nation, I think I can think of two contractors right off the bat. And we don't have to have contractors that are local. We can send our own contractors to do our own work. John's a contractor. Paul Cantrell's a contractor. And they are both mobile. Yeah. The discussion last night. So that's a that's a possibility you guys are hearing live on air. Yeah, we were given a word last night. Remember? Mm-hmm. Bring Paul home and but, you shall be given the prodigal son. Wow. That was it. Okay, we've got, this is, thank you for enduring our little moment here. But uh, there's some really powerful work going on here. Marjorie, just understand that there's a lot of things happening and you've had a long journey and you're tired, mm-hmm. but don't be tired now reinforcements are on the way. That is a theme we keep getting. Yes. Reinforcements are here. For all of you, my Bards family, we fight the good fight. So hear a prayer from me for y'all. Love y'all. Lord, you will be with us when we take a stand for you in faith. When we defy the world's standards and refuse to fit in with the surrounding culture, we may pay a price, but we, like Daniel's three friends, must resolve not to bow to idols, even if you do not rescue us from resulting suffering or even death. But we know that you can always deliver us and trust you will work all things together for our good. In our Lord and Savior's name, amen. Just Cheryl. I just accept the blessing. I will accept that blessing. And I want to add something to that for you guys to know. That statement that you say, um, even if you do not rescue us from resulting resultant suffering or even death. That's a true statement for, for many because they haven't been healed, but you need to know something. When you walk in kingdom, what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said 
is that we will not bow. And if you throw us into the fire furnace, we still won't bow. What does well, that mean? Yeah. That means that they knew that they were going to get out of it. They knew that they would be thrown into the fiery furnace and they would be rescued. And then they wouldn't bow when they got back out. So we need to know when God throws us into the fiery furnace that Jesus is there with us and we can come out on the other side. But you have to be in the kingdom of God and you have to be willing, like Jess Sherrill just said, to lay down your life no matter what. But knowing that where we're at right now, guys, we're walking in a level where God's not asking us to lay down our actual physical life. What he is asking us to lay down is our lives. It's well said. I want to just, this is, this is a little, I'm going to caution on this. I am actually going to redo this, these words right here. Must resolve not to bow to idols good. Even if you can, even if you do not rescue us from resultant suffering or even death, that's a statement of this world. So I need to be really clear. That statement, don't bind yourself to this world. This is a world. We are not of this world. We walk in spirit first and in the flesh second. So this is a follow-on from what Michelle is saying. These words like this, no criticism to the prayer, and thank you for the prayer, but be careful how we cast them because we end up binding ourselves to the flesh when, in fact, the flesh is the process by which we walk and in, in, this, in this body, and we don't want to be anchored. And, and it's just a very subtle but very important area that literally to rewrite this, even if um, Father will always rescue us. I think that's the part where I'm struggling on. You do not rescue us. Father will always rescue us. So no matter the path, no matter what you put, we will not bow. No matter what we what cross we bear, you will always rescue us, and we are with you, through you, and for you in all times. Beautiful prayer, Josh Cheryl, because you did end it with the actual spirit of what you were getting across, which is because we trust that you will work all things together for our good. So amen to that. I want to take this next one. Um, very simple prayer request. It says, I need help. I need prayer against lust, Dan. Dan, I want to speak to you as a female voice. The Holy Spirit wants to envelop every part of your mind and your body and your soul. The Holy Spirit wants to cleanse you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. This lust that has been put on you was put on you by the world and by evil forces, and it is not you. The very fact that you're crying out for help and deliverance from this proves the point that you are a pure man, that your heart is pure and your thoughts are pure and your mind is pure. So I want you to lift your hands up right now and I want you to say, Holy Spirit, and anybody else that's having struggle with lust, I want you to do this right now. Holy Spirit, Scott, repeat this so that they can Holy, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my mind. Purify my heart. Purify my heart. And take me into the next level. And take me into the next level. I know that I cannot take a defiled mind. I know that I cannot take a defiled mind. Into the space that you're taking me as a warrior. Into the space that you are taking me as a warrior. Take me to the calling that you have for me. Taking, take me to the calling you have for me. To rescue women and children. To rescue women and children. To save a nation. To save a nation. Give me my land. Give me my land. Protect my family. Protect my family. And take me to on a course. 
and take me on a course that slays the giants that did this to me. That slays the giants that did this to me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me in fire right now. Baptize me in fire right now. I renounce every image. I renounce every image. Every thought. Every thought. And I take it captive. And I take it captive. And I submit it to Jesus Christ. And I submit it to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Nice prayer. She's got some expertise. <laughs> I guess we'd say like, you got game. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Prayers for my child, please. We prayed and are believing he will feel better in the morning. He is feeling under the weather and is worried. He is looking forward to our camping trip. Karen. He'll feel better. Oh, he's going to feel better in the morning. Amen. This yeah. is a good one. This is a good one. He wants to go camping. He You're going to go camping. This is the heart of a child. Yes. All right, Karen. We're just praying and just praying in the joy of the child into your heart, into his. This is a child that just truly wants to walk in the kingdom and walk in with God in the outside. And he, you've given him, he's just worried. So this is where you just have to give him a hug. And as you give him a hug, speak Jesus into him. Mm, amen. And just, just release this. And Father, we release this sickness that's upon this child. Amen. And just give him the power of the Holy Spirit within him so that he can breathe out whatever's in and breathe in the Holy Spirit. That's good. And Karen, when you just hold him, just breathe, tell him, just breathe in the Holy Spirit. That's tell him it. to breathe in Jesus and he That's will it. be healed. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This is when I need you and you can be pump, become part of saving Frank's, Frankie's life. Gulf Coast Medical Center has denied me the right to an outside second opinion and has denied me any further testing. They gave me until tonight and they will pull my, bowls, my boy's ventilator. They didn't even want to give me 48 hours. I need you to storm that hospital with calls today nonstop. Start now. 239-343-1000. 239-343-1000. They won't even let me speak with the hospital administrators when I specifically asked for them. If you can show up at the hospital and advocate for my boy to get a second opinion and for them to give me more time, I ask that you do. The voice of the, of the masses triumphs. Frankie Alvarez, trauma ICU room 2320, share everywhere. I don't know what hospital that's at. Right. You can just use the phone number, but here's what we're going to speak. We're going to speak the name of Jesus over your boy so that he awakens before this even happens. Mm -hmm. Right now we speak to your son, rise and walk and wake up right now in the name of Jesus. Wake up in the name of Jesus. Wake up in the name of Jesus. You are a child of the Most High God. We are not messing around. Satan, I bind you from speaking death, and I bind this hospital. Whatever you have to do, Father God, to give an extension, that they find some sort of error in paperwork, that they're not allowed to do this, in the name of Jesus, we command it to be found. In the name of Jesus, we, we demand that someone walk into that door with papers that say, you must stop right now. You cannot kill this child. You cannot kill this woman's this, this person's son. In the name of Jesus, death must cease. We command and we, re, we, we, we call to retreat the angel of death that is headed to that hospital in the name of Jesus. You will not pass. I, I send a whole host of angels. We're sending 35. God says I'm sending 35 angels right now in the name of Jesus to guard that hospital. You will not pull the ventilator. And right now we're calling this child to awaken, whether it's a full grown child or, or, or a child child. It's not clear in this message, but we are sending angels in the name of Jesus to stop the spirit of death. We have been dabbling in pharmacia for far too long. This pharmacia has led us to the the place where people have to make these types of decisions. Father God, I pray that you, that you breathe the breath of life. And until that happens, that these angels go and they guard these people, there are henchmen that are coming after your child. And we are sending 35 
angels to this hospital to stop it in the name of Jesus. Whatever needs to come to the surface, whatever needs to be found, whatever authority needs to happen, Father God, we just speak it into existence right now. We thank you that the next time we hear from this person, there's going to be a miracle. We thank you for this miracle in Jesus' name. Father God, we are, we're asked to storm the hospital and we're now going to storm the hospital yes. with our prayers. Amen. The prayers are now flooding through the walls and halls of this hospital and we're overwhelming all the demonic that sits. This is a demonic stronghold. This is where they have captured the doctors and captured their minds. And now we break those bonds. We, we put a hedge of protection around this hospital. We have the blood of Christ reinforcing that. And we breathe in our prayers in a mighty way to flood this hospital with the power of the Holy Spirit. As we push into the Holy Spirit, we watch the, the hospital lights completely awaken. Lights are opening. And we free the darkness. We light the darkness. We free the hospital from the binds of the darkness. Yes. Wow. And this boy now, as we breathe into this, young man, we breathe life into his heart and he now becomes part of the light, the light that flows through and awakens him to have him stand. The hospital administrators are cast back and the boy stands up and speaks Jesus into the world. And as he speaks Jesus, he's truly freed. Father, we just bless this young man. We place a hedge of protection around this young man. We break the bonds and chains that are placed upon him. He's been bound to this bed. He's been bound through the ventilator. We separate it. We break it. We cast it out. And with this, Father, we are now breathing life into him as he awakens and stuns the hospital with his miraculous healing. And it's the miraculous healing. It's like the spark of life that just ignites a wave that goes through this entire hospital and sets this hospital and this boy free. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And we rebuke the spirit of doubt of anyone that was listening saying that that, that won't work. Don't give hope. There was there were people that were casting that spell with their minds and with their lips. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We are praying and we are going all the way to the gates of heaven and we are not stopping until we get what we demand. Amen. Oh, this is good. I have a goat. Her name is Annie, and she is my first goat and best milker. We think she may may have pneumonia. Her fever spiked pretty high, but is going down with the help of meds. And it seems like she is responding to a natural antibiotic, but it is still touch and go for a few days. And we are praying that we don't have to get her to the vet, but we will if we need to. And we were just getting ready to breed her for the last time. So please pray she recovers well and she can get back into really good shape again. Update. Annie ended up at the vets with a big fever spike and labored breathing, but God kept it from becoming a really bad case. The vet liked what we had done and believes it to be a mild case. So she should be back to her normal, lovely goat self soon. So please keep praying for her. And thank you for the prayers you have already done. The Country NTP. So, Father, th- this is just a prayer blessing yes, over amen. the country of NTP. This is someone who is stewarding the gifts and the blessings that are given to us amen. on this earth. This is an animal that is a provider, that's a nurturing, it's providing the milk to keep and nourish our bodies. And ultimately, it has the ability to provide the meat to nourish us as well. So, Father, this is a moment near where this is a reminder of how we get our nourishment, our nourishment through Scripture. And as we read into scripture and we hold that nourishment in our heart, the power of the Holy Spirit works through all things, all creations. So, Father, we bless Country NTP. We bless them and all their animals and all the all their land. And we place truly the blessings of heaven around them. And may they continue to rise in the glory of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And you know what? There's, there is a word for you, the Country NTP, and it goes with what Scott just said. You are going to be blessed because you are loving God's creation and God's going to give you healthy animals and he's going to give you more land and more things to steward because you have been faithful in the little and he's going to give you much. 
Prayers for the family of Jeff Brain and for the Clout Hub platform and family, Kids Voice. Father, we just want to take this moment in time to recognize Jeff Brain, who was, he created, he created the foundation of a great platform, but he also set the spark that allowed where we came to in Bard's Festival to happen because it was a unity of two groups, Resistance Chicks Nation and Bards Nation. So, Father, we want to thank and put a blessing for yeah. all he is and all he was and a blessing over his family. And for whatever things that are going out there, the, the difficulties and strifes, the, the normal transition transi- transitions that occur in death, we break that. Yes, in the name and, of Jesus. and we pray into that healing, we pray into that love, and we pray into that life so that all that Jeff represented, all that Jeff sought to achieve, will now prosper and raise. And as Jeff sits now with the cloud of witnesses, Jeff, hear our prayers. We thank you yes, thank from the you, bottom Jeff. of our heart because we sit here right now today because of you. Mm. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And this is really personal. So thank you, Kids Voice, for bringing that up for us to pray through. Yeah, very much so. Oh, Heavenly Father, for your anointing over Tina, Tina today, while she brings the truth to others, give her the strength that she needs. For her others have, for her others have eyes to see and ears to hear. Bless her while she stands on your truth, Father. Bring your Holy Spirit to her when you say these things and your authorities in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Jeffrey Edwards. Well, Father, we just pray for the power of truth to, to seize the tongue and to, to be able to speak truth of, of, the, of the glory of heaven and the power of the Holy Spirit into the world, that the heart now is aligned truly with the words that you choose to be spoken to now break down strongholds and to speak freedom into the parts of the many. Whatever Tina is speaking into and doing, may that be one that stands and pivots from the rock of faith, not the, not the foundations of sand. And in so doing, may these words truly resonate with that of our Father to awaken hearts, to set people free, and in process heal what's within her to set her free. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Jeffrey, you are a good man. To, when, you, when a man covers a woman in prayer for her to be able to speak truth, that's very, very powerful. Amen. There are people out there that say they are gods, but call people names, encourage hate and divisiveness, and don't know his word to literally save their own lives, rather a few cherry-picked verses to justify their walk with the enemy. They are angry, live in fear, and want to fight. They want justice according to their perverted view of the scriptures, not recognizing their own fall from grace and the path of destruction. These are the people we can see that the spirit they are filled with is anything but holy because they are fruitless. Often cowardice leaders with dangerous ideologies, incurring those not rooted in God's truth to fall and lean on their own understanding. They oppose Christ and lead cults, masses of those they can easily stir up emotions of. Deceived themselves now, become Satan's deceivers we have been warned against. No, it, it, it all is with zero remorse. It all is with zero remorse and no concept of the consequences of their behaviors. These are the lost we continue to pray for, warriors for Christ. That's good. Father, there is a, we were reminded of a scripture that you give them over to a reprobate mind. And Father, what we learned at Bard's Fest is that a reminder that through the love of Christ, all can be healed and forgiven. So Father, for those that are now walking in that space of a reprobate mind, we ask that there is a shaking, a great shaking of the foundations of, of, the, of the land and the, and the footholds which they are holding onto. That it's a breaking of the encasement of the heart. And with that is a flowing into the Holy Spirit. And with that is the scales that fall and eyes to see. And the overwhelming power of love that consumes them, so it drops them to their knees, as looks, to, to looks up to you and says, Father, forgive me. 
Father, this is a time for us all to pray into with the love of the waves of love into this world, to set aside our own, um, our own hatred, our own angers, our own frustrations, our own baggage, to break those chains. And so we pray for that as well, to break the chains, to set our hearts free, to be a loving and forgiving heart in this walk. And as we do, to become the force of change through love that seeks not to divide, but to unite in the body of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And Father God, I just thank you that you're going to take everyone through the refiner's fire. And so all of these people, whether if they're not of you, they will be burned up completely. And if they are of you, but they have these spirits of hate and divisiveness on them that need to be burned away, I pray that you burn it away. Amen. Hey, family, could you please pray for my dear friend and new believer, She's taking care of her dad, an ornery old cowboy with MS. She told me she thinks there is something evil in him as his eyes turn dark when she gets when he gets mad. We prayed against it yesterday. So when she got home last night, it got very ugly to where he tried to hit her. Today she is wounded spiritually. Thank you. See Yahweh. See Yahweh. And you're dealing with a demon here yep. that's ridden it's old. And this demon is from a lot of past injury, but it is a demon that's come in place. So we begin, Father, by placing a hedge of protection around those working with the Father and a hedge of protection with the Father to separate any potential for the demon to jump. Any, mm. We speak now into the heart of the Father, and we look you in the eye as I hold you in my hands, and I look you in the eye and I say, demon, listen to me. Mm. You have no authority here, for we are the children of the Most High. And at this moment in time, an army of, the children, of the children, God's children are standing in prayer against you. We are breaking the bonds and the chains that you hold this man. You are now cast out into the lake of fire yes. and you have no authority here. And for the father, I need you to hear these words. We need you to speak Jesus. For as we cast this demon out, you, you feel that power of the Holy Spirit overwhelm you. It's the humbling. It's the humbling. And as you see the humbling come through you, don't be afraid. For you have an army of people that love you. And we speak love into your heart. We breathe the Holy Spirit upon you. And our hands now all put hands around you and hold you. And as we do this, no demonic forces have any more authority here. So where we break these chains and cast them out, all contracts made intentional or unintentional are, are now eradicated. For those contracts were fulfilled with the blood of Christ. And the blood of Christ now flows around. And the mightiness of the kingdom sets within. And the war angels now sit pivot around the wall to defend against any. Not just to defend, but to attack and pursue any demons that come at this man. Any time for moving forward here, just, this father is now safe. <clears throat> but the demons have no authority, and now yes. we breathe healing into him, breathe deep healing. And so with this, we see the restoration of a man who has long suffered, and there is an ancient injury, an old injury, and an ancient injury. That's where the demon came in to match the injuries to magnify the pain and the anger. That's severed. And so now we heal that. We pray into this with the blood of Christ to heal the old wound. Now speak truth. As the truth now percolates up, this is going to be a challenging moment. You're going to feel a little bit of shaking and tremors. That's okay. Breathe. Breathe. But look at your son. Look straight into the eyes. Look at the Father. Breathe and speak Jesus in, and you'll find the healing come. And we pray these things over you in the Christ Jesus name. Amen. I just keep saying that he was captive to the devil, and now he's. you are now captive to the body of Christ. It's interesting. I've never heard that the Lord say that before. That's very interesting. Amen. Uh, let's see. All right. Um, hey, oh, did we just do that one? Okay. Uh, Good day, Bard's Prayer Warriors. My brother, Adriel, ended up going to the doctor, and they believe he has a staph infection near his eye that is causing a rash and severe headache. 
He has received antibiotics. We are asking for prayers related to his mental state and spiritual comfort during this time. We are praying for him to be comforted by God while he experiences this pain and given peace and strength of mind with the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus, praying that the Holy Spirit indwelling within Adriel rebukes any fear, anxiety, doubt, infirmity, and paranoia that Adriel is protected by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for your support and prayers. Update. He's doing so much better. Thank you for asking, Nikki. I appreciate all the prayers, everyone. Thank you, Christina. Well, Father God, we just want to thank you for the, the blessings of healing and the continued progress of this and to continue to flow in the power of the Holy Spirit. What you reminded us in this prayer is that our normal state is that of a very level and loving space, that when we are attacked by things, we tend to spike both in fear and anger and anxiety. Yeah. So we break those chains and not just here, but it's like a wave that's now going across the world. Break the chains of fear and anxiety. When we get into the place of sickness, breathe into the Holy Spirit and put your eyes upon him. And in so doing, watch the miracles of heaven flow through and the transformation of our bodies back to the state of perfection, which God contended in Christ Jesus name. Christina, you actually effectuated that result by just writing this message. And God wants you to continue to speak words like this over Adriel. When you said that you're praying that the Holy Spirit indwelling within Adriel rebukes any fear, anxiety, doubt, infirmity, and paranoia, and that Adriel is protected by the blood of Jesus, these are the types of words you need to continue to speak. And so those words of you putting out just asking for prayer for from Bard's Nation is what has effectuated this change. So keep up the good work. Outstanding. Help, please. My dear friend who helped me through so much after leaving the LDS church is battling stage four cancer. She will be a year of chemo this January, and the spiritual battle she's fighting is an awful one. Please pray for her mind to be right again and her body, if it's God's will, it is God's will, uh, to be healed. My heart is breaking for her and to see this incredible strong woman is is faith and her love of God to be attacked so hard. It's so hard to see. I love her and I am praying for her with everything I have, Julia. So Julia, listen, because of our lack of faith, we tend to think that we need to put caveat on our prayers of if it is the Lord's will. In the Bible, there's only one time that it says there is a sin that I do not say to pray for. Other than that, we pray for everything. And God's intention on especially his own is always healing. So the Bible says that when we pray according to the Lord's will, then we know that we have what we ask. And we've got to stop holding back in our prayers. So it's not if the Lord wills. It's, Father God, I thank you that you will that she be healed. I thank you that she helped Julia get set free from the Church of Latter-day Saints. I thank you that this cancer is going to be gone in the name of Jesus, and she will rise up and walk. And we are commanding these cancer cells to obliterate, and we speak to all of the, we speak to her immune system, and we speak the code that's supposed to be in all of us that gets rid of cancer right now. And I speak the name of Jesus to that code that kills cancer cells. Inside of all of our bodies we have within us, we're killing cancer cells every day. Hers are not working, so we speak and we fire them up right now. We fire them up right now. We are starting that engine. We are revving the engine for her own body to obliterate this cancer in the name of Jesus. I need you to read the next one because it, there's a word on all of this because it goes with it. Oh, Julia, this morning I feel so alone. I feel I am being oppressed by the devil with the way my mind works and my body feels so tired, so very tired. 
I can barely quote scripture to chase the enemy away. I feel people are tired of hearing the same old thing. So why should I bother them? I am scared. I sent an email to Greg Locke's ministry. I feel I'm being oppressed by the devil. I need deliverance. I have no joy. Why am I here? Julia Frederick. Julia, I need you to hear this. Now, is that from Julia or is that a message from her friend? Well, because it says, Oh, Julia. Okay. Yeah, this is, but there's something here and I'm just going to speak it because there's a conduit that's happening here with fear. And Julia, I'm going back to your previous prayer because you, your heart is breaking for her. And I see this incredible strong woman of faith and her love of her God to be attacked is hard to see. Julia, put your eyes on Christ. There's something that's been happening here. It's an inversion. You didn't realize it. You're putting the love into your friend more than you're putting your love into Jesus. And that's maybe hard words to hear, but it's where you need to pivot. Right now, your strength is in the word you speak. And, if, and for your friends, if, it's, if this next prayer is you or a friend, what is happening here is there's, so, there's fear and anxiety. And again, the devil has seized control with a lie of I am alone. You're not alone. And these prayers break those chains and break those bonds. So this is... Whoever, however this is working, this is these two prayers are related. And maybe it's not just for Julia, but it's for the, for the old concept of everybody. When we are praying into things with fear and anxiety and we feel aloneness, we are opening the doors for the demonic and the devil to, to literally hijack our prayers and our minds. And this can't be. So right now we break these bonds and we rebuke any of this darkness and we focus purely on the power of the love of Christ right within the heart and we speak it directly in there and we speak life. For the devil is darkness and the devil is, is doom and the devil is fear and we rebuke all of that. Instead, we, we breathe into this the power of glory and the, the glory of heaven, the power of hope, the power of knowing that God is with you. And with this, we speak life to wake up, to rise up. And with this all, as we step into this level, it's the eyes that are open to literally feel the power of Christ. Your friend that's LDS, and she's there. Julie, your responsibility isn't just to pray, but to speak to her about Jesus, to literally talk to her in Scripture, bring Scriptures to her. She's partly under siege because of where she comes from. I think you're misunderstanding the message. So she's saying that her friend helped her Julia was in the Church of Latter-day Saints. I think okay. this, I think I have a hold on this. Okay. The and her friend who helped her get set free from LDS now has breast cancer. Okay. And her friend who is clearly a minister of the gospel is I think she sent that second that message of how she feels alone. So I think that this message right here is a message from the friend that helped Julia get set free from the LDS church who has cancer. So this is from the cancer okay, person, okay? okay? So listen, listen to me, Julia. We this is roughly at the two hour and forty minute mark. I want you to 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 send this to her, take it to her, or whatever, and have her start listening roughly around the two hour and forty minute mark. Okay, write that down. Okay, this is really important, and I want to speak to your friend right now. And I'm just going to give her a name. We're going to say Jane for Jane Doe. Jane, I want you to hear me. You are a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and people have abused you, and they have. Um, squashed the word within you and they have not received it and you did not close off the door to the hurt and the pain and the stuff that they had on them has gotten on you. You have purpose. You do not need Greg Locke's ministry. You have a ministry. And we in Bard's Nation are surrounding you in prayer. 
But right now I need you to break the bonds of the demonic of people that you have tried to help and they slammed the door in your face and then the demon latched onto your back. That is why you're under this oppression. So right now we rebuke all of these foul religious spirits that said that Julia can't or that uh, Jane can't speak to them, that she cannot minister to them. We send you back to the pit of hell. This is a righteous woman of God who knows her scripture. She knows the word. And we uh, tear down this wall inside of her, this demonic wall that is keeping her from getting in the word. This is what I want you to do, Jane. I'm going to do the same thing. Play the audio Bible constantly. And as you do that, it is going to break down this wall because the demons cannot stand to be around it. The demons that are tormenting you will not be able to stick around as long as that audio Bible is playing around you in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's fantastic. Bard's family. My friend Andreas was in a bad car accident with his son yesterday. Making a turn, got uh, T-boned. He had a stroke, but I don't think they know if the stroke caused the accident or the accident caused the stroke. I believe his son is doing okay. Andreas is in critical condition in ICU. Keep him in your prayers and call upon the Lord for healing. Update. Our prayers are helping. He's still in ICU. I believe still in a coma six days so far. But when his family members are talking, his eyes are moving around quite a bit. And he's lifted his leg and other parts of his body. So lots more to go, but still very encouraging. Uh, rough low. Malkin. So Father, we just come to you right now for Rufio, excuse Rufio. me. Rufio, we come to you right now for uh, Andreas. Andres. And Andres is now who's sitting in in ICU. We're just now just we just see a, a, a circling of angels around him yes. and prayers around to this bedside. And this is a prayers of healing and it's it's the music. Hmm. There's there's a there's a there's a statement here and so uh, Rufio when you're there bring in Bring in praise and worship music. Amen. And and play it near him. This is mm. this is a conduit, and this is the conduit to heaven. And just literally play it in that room with him all the time. Yeah. Keep it there. This is going to be the deep healing that he needs. This isn't just a wound of the body and the flesh. This is a wound in the spirit. And so we need to pray into this and raise this up and to truly heal him. Father, we just pray now for the, the healing of Rufio um, Malkin. Uh, friend Andres so Andres is is been in the ICU now we just we breathe in and this what he's breathing in truly you're breathing in the power of the Holy Spirit so breathe that's in right. yeah, that's good and we bless the, the the air that flows in him is the blessings of the Holy Spirit to fill his body with the with the glory of heaven and at the same time that the music resonate around him to heal him deep within the spirit and the soul and to awaken his eyes and his, his ears to the sounds of heaven let him see the glory of the King. And Jesus, we just ask that you can be there to place your hand upon him, to heal him with the blood, to restore him, and to use this moment. Let him have the memory of where the healing came from, that he now awakens with the fire of the Holy Spirit to truly understand the origins of healing so he becomes that voice, another voice of the miracles of God and the living God in our world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Um, I want you guys to find a song, and we'll play this. We'll play it at the end of the show um, and especially if you have anybody that's in the hospital, it's called I Speak Jesus, or, or I think it's In Jesus' Name um, by Katie Nicole. In Jesus' Name. I have it. Um, you do? Yeah, it's that's the cute That's the one that you guys need to be playing in the hospital. You have to speak that over people. Just a sec. Matter of fact, we'll just tee it up here real fast while we do this. Yeah, this, we, we actually have it on our playlist. It's really fancy. Is it? Is it pretty neat, isn't it? Yeah. We have it on our playlist here. Oh, YouTube. YouTube's so funny. I like it for its chat, but it's such a demonic. 
Please. All right. So I speak Jesus is here somewhere. Let me find it because I have her. Maybe it's down here. It's, it's called In Jesus' Name. In Jesus' Name? Yeah, by Katie Nicole. Okay, we'll just put it in here. Katie Nicole. In Jesus' Name. Jesus' Name. Katie Nicole. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll just so you can hear. Oh, this one? Mm-hmm. Let's see what it sounds like. We're going to give you three minutes on this as an extension of the prayer for this music. In your hurting, in your sorrow, I will ask my God to move. I speak the name, cause it's all that I can do. In desperation, I'll seek heaven and pray this for you. I pray for your healing, the circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee. In Jesus' name, I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I speak the name.
Wow. Right? Man, I don't know if that didn't bring you to tears. I don't know. What <laughs> wow. So you're going to play that song on loop. Yes. And on loop, play that song. Whoops, we'll go to that later. That's a song you play on loop for healing in the hospital. And for any time, you know, yeah. like revival circumstances would change. You know, that that song oh, covers everything. I got a word. This is so fantastic. Revival is everywhere we go when we bring in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's so good. Amen. We, we keep looking to these events, and all these events are, and they're just like recharging. Or people, or yeah. people like yeah. a Greg Locke or, or whoever. It's not the people. It's not the events. We are the revival. We are the body of Christ. Oh, 100%. And, this is, and so it's no rebuke to seeking help like that through others. But this is where we have to make the choice. We talked about this yesterday and all the work we were doing. And and Leah put it on me. It was fantastic because Leah, there's some stuff that I've been unleashing from. And she's like, Scott, you have to stop looking at the person and look at the Holy Spirit and breathe in and look to God. Yeah. And that's where our source of all knowledge comes from. Now, patriots, we're going to, Podbean's goofiness. I'm going to shut the show down and we're going to restart because it's already queued up. It's already ready. And so we're going to start it up. And if Michelle can continue to join us, because we probably have another hour. I don't know how your schedule is. I'm not going anywhere. You're here for our world news program at like 1 or 1.30. So we're just going to be going for like ever. Okay, good. I'm all right. That's good then. All right. It's going to be great. We're going to be praying all day. So uh, literally. So what we're going to do now, and I'm just, I'm just going to shut it down. Um, and Nikki just said, I sent some more prayers. I know. I saw them, Nikki. I can't keep missing them. You just keep finding them. Good job. So we're going to shut this down and restart it. And uh, so we'll just kind of, uh, no, no countdown, okay? Just I'm just going to shut her down. So buckle up and don't panic. We're just having a shift to a restart of a new show. I'll see you in a few minutes. Okay, bye. That was beautiful. Right. Man. Have you heard that song before? No. You're kidding. No, haven't. Well, it's going to be added to the play.
Hey, Patriots. That was a moment for us all. We're going to uh, continue here. We just got a great message from Brian Durico. From, oops, we got more music coming. We got to hang on. I'm catching up. It's a good song. We'll listen to it here in a minute. So, so we're going to keep going here. And um, here we go. Man, that just racked me for a little bit. So. All right. This says urgent prayer for Bard's Nation family member. On Saturday at Bard's Fest, we received two urgent prayer requests for missing children. Good friends of attendees have a 16-year-old named Savannah and was taken by a man. Good news, she was found. The other was a request to pray for uh, Yesiah the grandson of a man who has attended, uh, who, who attended named Gary. Gary held the phone, K East O or Karen O, when her grandson Jameson was baptized. He had, a, had to leave Saturday morning because Yesiah's phone was um, hanging in the woods. Gary did not say that the boy was struggling with depression. I'm sorry, Josiah was found Oh boy. Okay. It was left at home. The phone was left at home in the car on the side of the road by the woods. Update. The young man was found hanging in the woods. Gary did not say that the boy was struggling with depression and that Gary had spoken with him the week prior, trying to encourage him and said he didn't know the situation or the status of his salvation. So let's lift Gary up in prayer. Lord, surround Gary with your love and kindness. Speak peace into his heart. It is not coincidence that he held the phone and filmed the baptism of his grandson of Karen while his own son was on his way to end uh, his life. God, you are great and powerful. I speak love over Gary in Jesus' name. Amen. Leah Svensson. (laughs) So um, I'm really proud of the Resistance Chicks Healing Ministry team because they got a hold of this uh, right away. And uh, Sam called Gary and prayed with him. And then the next day, John and Stacy called and prayed with him, um, which is really great. So um, I cannot imagine the loss of a grandson like this at the hand of the devil. Gary, if you're listening, God's going to give you a, this is interesting, he says a triple portion to go after the demonic forces that did this to your grandson so that you will be able to stop it from happening to others. There's a spirit of suicide that is running rampant amongst our youth right now because it is, this is a prophetic word, it's fighting hand in hand with the spirit of confusion. And where the spirit of the confusion goes, it, it, it literally is paving a path for the, the spirit of suicide. And we will break that in the name of Jesus. But Gary, you now have an anointing. God says that I'm going to bring you three people. Wow. He says, I'm going to bring you three people who have the spirit of suicide and confusion tormenting them. And you will break it off of them and redeem what happened to your grandson. God says, I have him. 
I have him. He is in my arms. He did not go down to the pit of hell. He is a part of the great cloud of witnesses, and he is in the kingdom of heaven right now. And he is going to be standing in the gap for you as you go about to rescue those who are in the same trap that he's in. Wow, I can't believe what I'm about to do. Father, we come to you today with a prayer, a deep prayer for all of these suicides. And we're asking this to be brought by us and we declare this in this moment for the court of heaven, for those that are unsaved. Mm. Father, we make a petition for their lives. Yes, Lord. And we make a petition for their lives, for these hands that led them to this were not their own. That's right. It's murder. It's not suicide. So, Father, we pray and declare over them our heart and love of Jesus. And we ask with the compassion of heaven to forgive them on our behalf, for we will bear this cross. And we ask for the releasing of the chains that bind them and to raise them up now in the glory of heaven and to honor them for the glory of which they were and to help soothe their wounds and heal them for the trauma which they suffered that led them to such a time. Father, for those that are entrapped in this, with this now, this spirit of suicide, we break those chains and we break those chains across this globe and we declare freedom from those chains and we breathe in life and we breathe in Jesus and we breathe in the power of the Holy Spirit to give them hope, to lift their eyes up. And Jesus, we ask that you'll show your face. In those moments where desperation is most, reveal your face to show the mightiness of love that only you can bring. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. There's a lot of confusion in the body of Christ about suicide and people going to heaven. And I've heard it said over and over again, suicide is murder on yourself so you will not go to heaven. That is a lie from the pit of hell. I'm not saying that everybody that commits suicide goes to heaven, but what I am saying is that once you've reached a place where you're desperate enough to take your own life, there's a demonic force, and that comes from a brokenness that was done to you. And it is murder. The people that cast the spells on you over your life, they were speaking death. And most people that commit murder are doing so at the hand of a demon. I would say all people actually, but most people are doing it at a hand of a demon that they that was put on them. And so we have to understand and review suicide and put blame where it's really due. And it's not on the person who committed it. And I think we have to rephrase that. They committed suicide. Yeah. Suic- it's, it's, we have to go back to the Clintons, they were suicided. Yeah, verse, yeah, very good. Very good. That's powerful. Okay. From Barb, we were at Bard's Fest asking the Lord to guide and lead on our future. And today, my hubby went to work and got laid off. Apparently, the business cut one third of the staff. I believe this is Jesus leading us. And he has a greater plan for our lives. Please join us in praying that he leads and provides. We are turning our sights to our soap business asking that he would build it up so we can know that purpose. Please join us in prayer. Oh, absolutely. Father, this is a heart of kingdom, of seeking to do the right work. 
and to be broken from the yokes that bind into the corporate world. This is a moment of being set free and now a stepping off in faith that you shall guide. So, Father, we ask for the blessings and the anointings upon Barb and her husband and, the, and this new business venture, that it may be one that every bar of soap that is, is made may carry the blessings of the Holy Spirit for each who washes themselves to literally cleanse their soul in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't have anything to that. That's just really good. Thanks. Prayers for Dr. Merritt, who had to shut her live show on Rumble Down Saturday after getting dizzy and felt really ready to pass out. She is okay now and was lying down resting. Right. So, Dr., this is an update because I talked to her last night on text. Uh, she just did what Dr. Merrick does, which is like run at 150 miles an hour and didn't take care of her body by her own admission. Her words were, that it was dumb. Um, she, I'm just quoting her. And um, she wore herself down to extreme levels. Her electrolyte levels fell. She was dehydrated. And she, she's doing fine, just so you know. But we, we still are going to pray for her. So you want to lead that one? Yeah, I do, actually. Father God, I thank you that Dr. Merritt is on the front lines leading a charge that she stops and she talks to anyone. And so I just pray that you rejuvenate her body, that you give her an extra 20 years um, to her life for her service. I pray that you bring her into a relationship with you that will take her to another level, that she will be able to combine the homeopathic and the spiritual pathic. That's interesting. Very nice. Um, And so I just thank you, Father God, that where she's going to go, the Holy Spirit will be right there leading her hand, leading the people that she talks to, that she will get new ideas and new uh, visions for how to heal people. I, uh, we, we, we pave, pave a path that, uh, that stops any demonic forces or hordes from coming after her body or her husband's body or their home or their property or their land or their bees. In Jesus' name, I just thank you that as they move forward and they advance the kingdom of God by telling the truth, that you will bless them abundantly and keep their bodies in tip-top shape. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Prayer request. After that amazing Bards Fest, although I have made prayer requests in the past, Father God has put on my heart that I shouldn't hold back. My mother-in-law, Tina, has has always, as long as I've known her, suffered with with heart problems, psoriasis, arthritis, and so on. I wouldn't say she's a hypochondriac, but actually what she's suffering from is big pharma. She goes to the doctor and comes home with a new prescription with side effects. And on top of it, she now has breathing problems that they can't seem to figure out why. Unfortunately, she was one of the people that were scared. And I know this is hurrah, stupid by the news uh, media, CNN. Well, she got the jab and I am at a hundred percent. I believe that that's the cause of her new problem and the worst worsening of all others. Scott, can we pray that the scales are removed from her eyes and she can see the truth? She is a very wonderful person, although blinded. Can we also pray for supernatural healing? She has special needs kids at this local high school that depend on her and help her help and love. Also, my wife's aunt Sarita also as long as I um as long as I've known her has had MS for as long as she has for as for years, she has done really good with that and not lived that label. But in the last two years, every time I see her, she just seems to worsen. I can only imagine what may have caused that. I've tried to plant seeds with her with looking into parasites, but unfortunately, I don't think she has because I'm not a doctor. Can we pl- please pray for the scales to remove from her eyes to truth as well as supernatural healing. She's a wonderful woman that would open her door for anybody. And it's a hor- it's horrible seeing her suffer. God bless Keith from Wisconsin. We can pray for both. 
we'll just pray. I, I think what's important here, just as, as I'm going through and we're, we're reading some of this, um, the first prayer is for Tina, my mother-in-law. And she's, she's got some, it, there's a parasitic, parasitic relationship with demons. Mm. And they, they literally suck the life energy out. It would be like, if you could see it, it would be like them like having ticks all over your body Ugh. that are draining down your spiritual strength. And this is what ultimately weakens us to where we can't see. And, and I actually saw this when I was shown this at Bard's Fest. It almost knocked me off my feet. I was talking to Myron Leiser and it happened. And I was like, oh, look at that. That's mm. a big one. <laughs> so um, with this, so I'm just clear. Um, we need to begin with Tina. And um, so we're just we're going to, pr- pr- this is interesting because it's now the previous prayer, soap and cleansing. Mm. So Father God, we just pray over Tina, just a washing of the body. And like the washing of the feet. And as we do this, we're, we're washing away with the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ all of these parasitic relationships and breaking the bonds and chains of those demonic pieces that are hanging on and sucking the life and life energy out of Tina. And Father God, we breathe in to Tina the power of life and the love of Jesus. And as this happens now, we're seeing that all that was within is now being flushed out that the vax, the drugs, these things are now being cleansed and pushed out. And we declare healing over her in the, in the name of Christ. We declare healing in a miraculous way that the body is cleansed, the mind is cleared, and the eyes are now clear to see. And Father, we pray into this and declare eyes to see as you would want her to see. Clarity with the connection with you in heaven. And ears now to hear, to resonate the sound and the voice of the Holy Spirit within her. And truly, Father, to take this person who has such a beautiful heart to now raise her up and to give her freedom to set her free in this time. And so, Father, with Sarita, it's the same thing. She's got, these are, this is, again, a parasitic-type relationship, and so we're, we're praying for a cleansing again, a washing of the body. Uh, and it's, it's like a, I don't know why the word lavender comes up, but it's literally lavender, mm. to wash with lavender and to okay. heal. Yeah. And to soothe the skin and to soothe the inner because it's not just inside, it's outside. And with this, we're flushing out all of these parasitics. We're flushing out these symptoms of MS. And we're giving the heart of the child to speak into her. It will be and it's the sounds of the children speaking into her. They lift her up in the joy and glory of heaven. And that these are the healing moments in which she is restored fully in the, in the body of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. You know, it's really pertinent for us to recognize, and we must focus on this, the parallel between the physical parasitic and the demonic parasitic. Anytime that a demon comes to attack um, and you see it evidenced on the outside in the physical, they are literally sucking life. And so how do you do a spiritual parasite cleanse? You get in the word Mm -hmm. and you speak life and you renounce these demons Mm -hmm. and you flush them and you cleanse them. And, you know, it's very interesting when you listen to Dr. Merritt's parasite cleanse schedule. Sometimes you have to go like three days full hard and then a few days off mm-hmm. or a couple of weeks off and mm-hmm. then you go back back at it again. Mm-hmm. And this is how we have to do spiritual parasite cleanses in our bodies. No, it's very good. In our souls. We're going to put that onto Dr. Lee Merritt's site. <clears throat> Prayer request. My dad has been struggling with lung cancer for about five years. He's 78. He did the whole cancer stuff. They have you do chemo, radiation, immunotherapy, yada, yada. And he got the jab plus one booster. I have a somewhat close relationship with him. Today, the doctor put him on oxygen. I knew it was coming as he struggles very much to breathe. He does not know Jesus. 
For over a year, God's been prompting me to get him the Founder's Bible as a gift. He loves America, loves history, loves to read, and he served in the Air Force as a young fella. I finally got him the Founder's Bible at Bards Fest last week. My husband and I are looking forward to presenting it to him in a couple of days. Our prayer, if you'd kindly join us, is that my dad may know the love of Jesus and seek him. I know free will is a thing and I honor it, but I also know we are supposed to pray for our loved ones to come to him. We do pray with my dad often and we openly talk about Jesus in front of him. He doesn't fight us about it, but he often will change the subject. I believe he's angry with Father which is okay, but I hope he works through that with uh, with God. My stepmom is in remission from the same type of cancer and pharmacia drugs. She's a recovering, recovering Catholic and loves the Lord. She's learning and seeking Jesus, praise God. She's awake, and my dad is painfully slowly waking up. Anyway, prayers, please, for whatever the Spirit lays on your heart for my parents. Thank you in love, Heather from New York. So I want to begin, for over a year, God's been prompting me to get him a Founder's Bible as a gift. He loves America, loves history, loves to read, and he served in the Air Force as a young fella. I finally got him the Founder's Bible at Barsfest last week. My husband and I are looking forward to presenting it to him in a couple of days. This is really important. Yeah. This is, you, and blessings to you because you responded to the call, which is very important here. So I, when, when you hand this to your father, you need to speak Jesus over him. Come on. And this is a powerful moment to allow. This is your seed. This is seeding back to your father. This is interesting. And this is your father gave you birth, life through his seed. And now you are seeding the life mm. of eternity back to him with this founder's Bible. Very important process. So together, you and your husband need to breathe into him speak Jesus over him and bless him. And so, Father God, we are we are just praying for this moment, an anointed moment of a person who has answered the call. They've listened to the, the nudge, they've responded, they've acquired a founder's Bible, and now as they carry this, we ask that this Bible will truly be the this, this sowing within the heart to literally open this man's heart to accept you. Now there's a, probably some trauma in the back, Father, but we're just gonna break that off right now. And we're breathing into this, this man, 76 years old, life, and we're purging all the parasites, we're purging all the, 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 the burdens of cancers from him, and we're just watching the restoration. And as we, this restoration is a restoration of the soul and the body and the heart. And it's truly filling him through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we breathe power of the Holy Spirit within him. And it's overtaking him. And it's, it's going to be almost disorienting. It's going to be so fantastic. And it's going to be humbling. And he's going to speak Jesus. And so, we, Father, we speak Jesus over him. We speak life over him, the restoration of this war over him, and the returning of him truly to the, the eyes on the cross. And for the stepmother in, who is in remission, this cancer is related. Mm -hmm. These two are linked. And so yeah. we're breaking the bonds of these demons between them. We're, we're, right. we're separating good. them. It's feeding on each other. One is bridging to the other. We sever those bonds we place a, a holy a wall of protection around them that is truly filled with the Holy Spirit. And with this, the, the presence of Jesus is unmistakable. Jesus, we just ask that you place, present your face to them, reveal your face, and truly give them that glory of the King before them. And with this, there is a, is a transition now and that um, they are now united. This is, a, this is a woman who's been dutiful in her, in her faith to try to bring her husband to this point. Mm -hmm. And so we ask for the blessings and the anointing of this marriage as is intended yeah. to where now it is elevated up in the body of Christ and blessed in Christ Jesus' name, amen. The word here, Heather, is that your dad is far closer to God than you know. Okay. And that the prayers of you and your stepmom have been availing much. The Founder's Bible is key. 
you were literally listening. Listen to me here because this is really important. You heard the voice of the Holy Spirit when you said, my dad needs the founder's Bible because he does history. So you know the voice of the Holy Spirit. So you know also that your prayers are being heard in heaven because God is speaking to you on how to answer them. Very good. Nicely done. Prayer request for a man I was in a relationship with several years ago. The demise of our relationship was due to pair bonding issues caused by childhood sexual abuse he endured. Sadly, he had cousins who were also victims of the perpetrator who was a family member. This individual, based on what my ex told me, was under deep demonic oppression, as were his siblings, more than likely a strong generational curse from the father's side. These were offspring of a second marriage by my ex's grandmother, and apparently they were all twisted, my ex having been warned by his dad and his on his deathbed to stay away from all of them. Towards the end of our relationship, he'd become increasingly angry. Didn't help. There was an entity in our apartment building that was subtly attacking many apartments, one of which was ours. It had attacked everyone, young and old, and I was a target as it didn't want me to feel worthy of helping the man I loved. One day I'd mentioned something about God answering prayers. He flew into a rage, demanding to know why God didn't answer his prayers when he was a little boy being violated. Broke my heart at the words of the little boy crying through this grown man. By the time we broke up, he'd become an angry atheist, having once upon a time been your old-fashioned Italian Catholic from Brooklyn. I'd attended a work-related event on family trauma about six months after our breakup. There was a handout given on the slideshow where we could make notes. By the time the two-day event was over, my ex's initials were all over that handout. The man was an absolute textbook case of someone with extreme trauma, sadly unhealed, broke my heart again. To this day, I pray for the little boy in him to be healed of such an extreme trauma, which would allow the man he is now to be freed of the anger and resentment the whole, he holds onto, especially towards the one who created him. I love the movie The Shack, and I think of him during the many scenes, especially about forgiveness. I bring forward this prayer now because our focus lately has been about the, the little ones, and rightfully so. Let's not forget the little ones, though in... Though, period. In grown-up bodies that haven't been healed... As many survivor hearts have turned stony and cold, not their fault, and they deserve mercy and loads of agape love. Father, you know how to get to his heart. You saw his kindness and love to me before that entity started to eat us alive. Please bless him and all other survivors with freedom from anger and resentment. Please mend all their broken hearts and their spirits and bless them with fruitful relationships with you. Father, you had me there for a reason, which I believe was to learn and have empathy for abuse victims. Please remind me of anything I may have forgotten so I may, be, may become what you want for Operation Vineyard, Meg. These are such good words, Meg. And it's truly, there is so much of this now coming to the surface, and it's such a big part of our culture. So much of the brokenness within our men come within the instruments that were used to create guilt and burdens as they move forward and separate them not only from the Holy Spirit but destroy their empathy and the ability to love in the way God intended men to love. Meg, this is just a word that is just Father smiling upon you, for you heard the call to heal and to pray rather than to seek the relationship. You let it go in a glorious way, and you walked with him and still walk with him as a person seeking to heal his heart. You've given us an example and a reminder of what we truly are out to do. And you put aside the desires of the flesh to walk truly within the power of the spirit. And that's the goal. So blessings upon you, Megan. And Father is smiling. 
and for this man that you are now praying for. Father, we know the trauma they have this can bring, the destruction that it can carry over generations. And so for this man, we break the generational curses that are there. This began well before his time. It was used, he was used as an instrument again for someone else's dark pleasure. And those chains are broken. With this now, he carries a heavy load, a load like a weighted pack. Mm. And I need him to hear these words, Father, as we speak them into his heart. This is not yours. Come on. This is not your burden to carry. And so, Father, with this, we ask that the load and the pack, the straps are cut and the pack falls. And he's released from this burden. May the breath of the Holy Spirit fill him. And may he truly feel that power from head to toe. And may this be a moment of sigh of relief as his eyes now fall up rather than down. Mm. For the burdens of the pack draw us to look down and fail to look into the eyes of God. And in so doing in this very moment, his eyes now are freed to see see our Father and see how much our Father loves you. Amen. Father, bless him. And may the power of Jesus overwhelm him. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll extend your hand, place it upon his shoulder and say, I'm with you. For our prayers are with him as he heals. And may all those shackles that are behind now be dissolved. As not only do we break them, but we dissolve them and we heal the wounds. And as the wounds are healed, the shining, beautiful armor is now wrapped around him. It's the armor of God. For God is so pleased for this young man for the burdens he's carried. And he now wraps him in his own armor. And now he stands stronger. He gleams and the eyes are set free. And as he looks into the world, he becomes a spokesman and a warrior for those of the oppressed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Meg, you need to make sure that you have cut the soul ties with this man um, because of all of the things that went on in your relationship and what he was going through, just as a precautionary moving forward. And I feel like the Lord says, as soon as you make sure that that soul tie is cut, then you will be given uh, a clear direction for exactly how to pray to help him through this. And keep in mind, there's demons, but what we're what we're looking at in these types of situations, and specifically with this one, my heart is saying that this is you. You hit the nail on the head, and you are seeing very clearly to the little boy. This is not demonic. You're going back to the little boy, and he needs his mind to be made whole again, and he needs to be able to take Jesus back to the situations because Jesus was there, and Jesus wants to heal it and make it like it never happened. There's something in this little boy that has a constant theme, and I'm just going to keep this very gentle, but Father knows my heart. There's many little boys right now that are having to awaken to a place and presence in time, and it's shocked them, mm. and they're scared. Yeah, They need love, and they need to know they have brothers and sisters. So, Father, what we speak into this right now is we speak for those brothers and sisters to extend their hand. Amen to have the patience to endure the flailings that will occur as they seek to find ground and turn to the ones they love to attack the most because that's the ones they trust the most. Mm-hmm. So let us, as we walk and we're confronted, to understand that as we love thy neighbor, it's not always easy. That loving thy neighbor also means sometimes we have to take the abuse. But see the heart, not the words. And as we speak deep within the heart, Let the heart be healed by the blessings that we're given with our Holy Spirit and the words that we speak back. For our patience and temperance is that which heaven gives us. And as we walk truly in the 
in the glory and mercy the Father gives us, he reminds us that all that he gives us we must extend into the world, for what he gives us is a gift for us to give others to raise up and heal in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer request. The four-year-old grandson of my close friend has been battling leukemia for a year now. The child's name is Manon. He's going through a second bone marrow transplant in the coming weeks. Please pray for the complete healing by Father that can only be explained as a miracle. And as a result, may close family members come to know Jesus as their Savior, Carol. Father, we take this four-year-old, Manon, and we present him to you. And as words have the power in life and death, we speak life Mm. into this young man. We speak life of a restoration down to the marrow of the bone. That's right. And we raise up the dead bones to bring life into this young boy. Father, whatever has happened, it is now purged. And we declare life in the blood of Jesus over him. A miraculous and immediate restoration of health and healing to make his bones stronger than ever before. For now dead bones speak. And they rise now in the mightiness of heaven. The blessings of Jesus around him. The glory of the angels stand with him. And this young boy becomes a gift into the world. The glory of all that heaven has to bring. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's really good. All right, prayer request. Across the street from my home in Indiana and the church campground next door I help manage is a 160-acre crop field. This field is going up for auction on October 10th. I have felt strongly that this property needs to go to furthering God's kingdom. I do not have the means to purchase this land, nor does my small church. We are agreeing that God will do something mighty with this property, whatever that may be. On a totally separate note, while driving home Sunday from Bard's Fest, my wife, who does not listen to Bard's and real first exposure was at Bard's Fest, said she had an inkling in her heart about the property and having a very large home there where we could have housed children. She knows nothing about Operation Vineyard, but we have for years talked about adopting children, but have never had the means to do so. I do not know what God has planned, but I believe it is something big. Please agree with me in prayer over this land and what God wants to do, that his will be done and all glory goes to him. Matthew. I'm going to let you start this one. This is good. (laughs) Father God, there are two prayers in this world that are the most pure and holy and righteous. One is the prayer for land, and the other is the prayer for children. And these people are praying for both. So, Father God, I just pray that you open up the storehouses of heaven and you pour down a blessing so great that they cannot receive it. Whether it's this property or another property, their heart to do essentially what Operation Vineyard is, is the heart that you have. True religion and undefiled is to take care of the fatherless and the widow. And to do so on land, in your creation, is the epitome of what you're asking the body to do in this, in this time and in this hour and you and who you have called, you also equip to do the thing that you have called them to do. So right now we call forth Matthew Ellison's land that, uh, the deeds will come in that you don't even need finances. You don't need money. You don't need resources that God's just going to give you the things. They're just going to come to you. We need to stop asking for money to do things and just start asking for the thing. So father God, we call in their land. We call in their ability to be able to train up children on land, in land, working with animals, working the land, getting back to uh, the garden 
essentially. So I just thank you, Father God, that you are going to provide for them a way to provide for others. I thank you for this holiness. I thank you for Matthew's wife getting that word when she didn't even know anything out of Operation Vineyard. But when you leave Bard's Fest, you leave with the spirit of what God has downloaded in these people. And that is to take care of the fatherless and the widow, to heal and to restore and to renew. So I thank you, Lord God, that this vision has been caught and that they will run with it. And I just uh, praise you ahead of time that we will be hearing a miraculous story and testimony of land that you have given them. And I just pray that if this land is it, that we anoint it. And I, I feel like God is saying as best as you can to walk the property and claim it for Jesus, regardless of whether it goes to you or your church, but claim that land for Jesus and rebuke the devourer and click off and kill off any demonic rulers and principalities from that land and claim it for Christ. Oh, this is so good. This is a word for this and others. It's bigger prayer. It all has to do with the connection of land. We are spellcasting ourselves out of land. Wow, that's really good. And why we're doing this is we're asking for resources, which is always money, which is a Babylon. The money has no substance. It's just paper and it's fake. And what Michelle said there was so powerful because its father reminded me as we were sitting here, it's like, just ask for what you want. Don't ask what I know have no interest in. The powerful asking of the land is that father will provide. The mechanism to get that will be his, but we have to be clear with our heart what our intent and desire is, not the money to purchase, but the land itself. Amen. And with that, share the vision. In this prayer, it's beautiful. There is a vision of what to do with the property. So, Father, we pray for the land, mm. and we pray for the land to be stewarded to these, to this family, and that with this stewardship comes the blessing of being able to adopt children and to bring them into their lives, to nurture them in the glory of the Holy Spirit and of kingdom. For those that are out here in this place, and this is, is this Matthew Ellison? Mm -hmm. Okay, for Matthew, just hear this word. Strip your heart of any concerns for money. Stay focused on the land and stay there. Our prayers are with us and heaven is with us. And this is where we have to take that leap of faith to drive by faith, literally in darkness, under the cover of darkness, as we bring light into new spaces, we have to go to where we are uncomfortable going and trust in him in a greater way that what we desire will be provided. And we have to keep the clarity in our heart for all that we desire to do and the image of the glory of what we're going to do with it in heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> this is from J.C. Bird. Good morning, Bard's family. I want to first thank you all for praying for my mother. And because of your prayers and God's attention to my mother has many more good months and then has had many more good months than were expected. I have been with her since I got home from Bard's Fest. Last night, she went to the hospital. Father God, I ask that you wrap your loving arms around my mother, Lorraine, and give her your peace and calm during this next phase of her life. Let her feel the Holy Spirit around her and assure her that whatever happens, ultimately, she will end up with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Scott and Bard's family. I appreciate and love you all more than sometimes I can even understand. Hmm. I'm just going to say something here about JC. Is it JC Bird? Mm -hmm. Okay. This man has a heart for Jesus. And he is so he has been so wonderful as a member of this family. For uh, this, for those of you who don't know, uh, he was involved in, in his past in cattle and 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 so forth. He he's the one that when it started, he said, "You need a cowboy hat." You do need a cowboy hat, Kester. I have one. Why don't you wear it? Because I didn't bring it on the trip. I was afraid I was going to damage it. Yeah, I gave mine away. Well, I did. Yeah, you did. But this one's beautiful. It's a 
Resistol, beautiful hat. Oh, yeah, nice. And it is. And this was a gift from him. You're kidding. No, this is, he just said, you need a cowboy hat. So I'm like him and Han. And he says, what's your hat size? I'm like, I don't know. He says, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm sending you money. And I know about how much they are. So you go buy yourself a cowboy hat. Oh, that's awesome. And I did. Good so job, I, JC. Yeah, thank you, JC. And what's really cool about this is how this story links it. I'm going to lead all this into the prayer. Because as I had done a trip, and here's how it goes. Back in 2017, before the nonsense of being thrown in jail, right? Okay. I met a couple in Montana that their whole life was about doing cowboy. They sell cowboy hats, and he's a master cowboy hat steamer. Oh, that's really cool. I've seen this. So I called him, and they remembered me, and they had one. And so it's a beautiful resist all hat that thanks to J.C. Bird I have. And so thank you, J.C. And truly, you have no idea how. Oh, I've seen it. You sent me a picture I of it. Did. It's a really yeah. nice hat. It is a nice hat. Yeah. yeah and I didn't bring it on this trip. It's in my just mind's eye right now. I, I'm I'm probably too protective of it right now. I need to get into where I'm using it rather than coveting it. Right, exactly. That's like wearing jeans and like not wanting to wear your jeans because you don't want to work in them. Right. It's a working hat. Like you need <laughs> exactly. to wear the hat. So this is my fault. So I'm just I'm working on it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, Father, we're just we're just going to pray here. I'm just going to have to now that I did all that. I'm going to have to reread some of this prayer. I apologize. Um, I got this. Okay. Father God, I thank you so much for JC's mom. I thank you that he has such a love for her. It's so rare to have a son's love that, that, that is that pure. Lord, I just pray that you give him an anointing to speak peace over her when they're in the hospital, that you will get her out of the hospital, give her, give her extra life, give her um, a renewed spirit and may the Holy Spirit wrap her in in your loving arms and wrap JC and may they be together in a group family hug, Lord God. There's nothing more pure than a son's love for his mother, especially in her older age. So I just pray that you bless JC as he goes through this and that you will give him the strong arms and the strong back to be able to carry her. And as he says, this next phase of her life, Lord God, I just pray that the time that they spend together will be beautiful, whole and pure and beautiful, holy, pure and restorative. And I just pray that um, as they move forward together, that they will be united and bonded in peace and love in the Holy Ghost. And that the time that they spend together will create memories that JC will be able to carry for the rest of his life and draw on later on when he needs help, that that mother's love will still be there with him because of the time that they have spent together. Father, we know that when we seed something in the spirit, it grows massively in the world. And so may this, may this love that JC has for his mother, the care, be the seed that breaks the chains of the rejection of our parents across this world. We are become a culture where we too often cast our parents out rather than bring our parents into nurture. And so as we see the growing need to grow these forests, these new forests where we totally where we nurture our parents in age, May this be that seed that helps grow greater forests of that kind in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, this last week, a rural county have evacuated the schools to an undisclosed location for a threat that they have yet to identify. I haven't heard any more, but have been led to increase prayers for children in our state. See Yahweh. Hmm. I don't know what state this is or where this is, but have we evacuated our, the schools to an undisclosed location that's very interesting. Like, where are these children? Right. Father, we're just going to place an immediate 
and powerful hedge of protection around these children. Yes. That, that any of the demonic that may be moving here, you are absolutely rebuked. You have no authority here, and the children of the Most High step in. We look you in the eye, and we tell you, demon, you have no authority here. And Satan, get out of the way. Wow. The children of the Most High are here. We're here to reclaim these children in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, and in the power of the kingdom. Father, we ask for an immediate dis- dispatch of the of the war angels to set mm. a perimeter and to Come protect on. these children, yes. no matter where they are. The mightiness of the swords of heaven now are raised, and these children now are protected, and under no conditions will these, pr- pr- these children be harmed. And Father, for whatever these children are and for whatever is being done, may their location now be cast into the world, beacon yes. into the sky, that everyone's eyes fall upon it, and the children are now brought to back to their families and rescued. There is no authority here that demonic has anymore, for we have broken those chains, we have stood before you, and we will stand before you to cast you out and to send you to the lake of fire. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Whatever this is, it's a lie. There's never a reason to evacuate children to an undisclosed location. So whatever reason the school district is using is a lie, and we rebuke that lie in the name of Jesus, and we command that they have to speak truth about why they have done this. This threat that they have yet to identify is a made-up threat, and they are, they are operating rogue right now, and we call them to come to account for what is going on in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have a blessed prayer group that started with bards. Jonathan is in our prayer, prayer gathering. Jonathan is going through a deliverance process. He has several demonic strongholds in his life. He seeks the truth and freedom uh, from, from the chains. He is married to an LDS woman who pressures him to be conformed to his false religion while praying with our group a couple of days ago. Jonathan was full of demonic entities. Our prayer group prayed fervently over him in the spirit at times. He was quiet. He did listen to everything we prayed. I know that his spirit heard the truth. Jonathan was unable to talk to us. The evil kept his mouth from saying anything to us. We prayed for over an hour. At the end, we hung up. We don't know where Jonathan is now as he is not responding. I suspect he is committed somewhere and being given mind-altering drugs. Others intervened to pray for Jonathan. You know who you are. Jonathan is scheduled to be baptized soon. I suspect that the strongholds don't want him to receive the renewal of being baptized. Jonathan is seeking demonic deliverance. Please pray that he is set free soon and that Papa gives us direction in speaking life into him. We ask that Papa prepares us with the spirit, knowledge from on high, and wisdom as we go through this process. I praise our Lord for what he will do in setting the captives free. Blessings, love, and Maranatha. Beautiful family. Marry all in. We know this one. Mm -hmm. So in full disclosure, we have spoken with him, um, the three of us. We spoke with him the other night, and there is some really strange energy flowing around this individual. Um, there's definitely a demon of chaos within there and a demon of disruption. And lies. And lies. This is truth. So all of this is mixed in. So this is not a clean case. So, Father, we are praying over Jonathan right now, and we're breaking off the chains of confusion oh that have bound him and are twisting his words and are turning his thoughts. Father, right here, this now, this is a this is a dark portal, is what you're showing. This the Jonathan has become a portal and a gateway to bring in various demons as stepping in and out of his life. And so, Father, as we as we pray here, we're asking for the breaking of those chains and the speaking of truth into his soul. There's a there's an attempt here for him so to create confusion. And just walk in a, in a walk of lies, and we we rebuke that, we separate that from us, we we project it out, and we cast it out as we 
as we pray into him and raise him up now in the glory of heaven. So I'm just going to read this. I, was, I wrote it for Scott because I wasn't sure if I should say it out loud, but I'm just going to. Hey, Mary All In and, uh, and Jay Wu is involved in this as well. This one, I'm going to tell you to uh, not pray for. This one is not for you guys to deal with. This is, um, and I know that that's hard because you want, we will pray for it here at Bards Nation. Yeah. As far as you guys dealing directly with him. Yeah, well said. I'm going to very strongly advise you not to touch this one. Um, I don't want to say that it's above your pay grade. It is. I'm just going to say it. May I? Yes. Okay, listen. And this is what we knew the other night. This is a very... Don't mess with this one. This is a wicked one. And we know it because of the manifestations that were happening on the phone. And we know it for a lot of other reasons. What I am going to recommend to you is that you reach out to Church of Glad Tidings and ask for Brian and Alicia to have them take this case on. Yeah. This is a hardcore case of what looks to be multiple demonic forces that have entered into this person. And there is also schizophrenia involved. And the design um, for this person to come into the group was to um, latch off. I see like um, those, what are those stars that are like yeah Chinese stars yeah like to, to throw Chinese stars at you guys you need to do prayers of deliverance on yourselves right now if anybody's had contact with him yes you need to uh break all ties and command any demonic forces that tried to get to you because that was its entire goal it was not coming there to be delivered it was coming there to deliver itself to you well, well said and it is very evident that this was it was very well timed and staged so Father God, we just pray a hedge of protection around this prayer team. That's right. And we break the chains that, that have been connected or any sort of connections to the demonic. This is one of these cases, and this is a lesson to the prayer team. You have to be aware because whether with good intentions, you have made a contract with the demon to enter in. So now we cast off and rebuke those, right. and we have separated those chains and binds. We breathe life into the prayer team, and we establish a hedge of protection around them. We raise them up in the mightiness of the heavens, yeah. and we pour in the power of the Holy Spirit. Demons of any kind that have come here by this by this delivery mechanism. This was a demonic IED. We are now rebuking you. We cast you out. You have a no authority here for now. The army of the children of the Most High have stepped in to surround and protect we're speaking life into the world. We speak Jesus before you. You have no authority here. Stand back, get out, and walk away. Jesus, we ask that we, we place these demons before your feet. We bound them and gag them to speak the word. Jesus is our Lord and Savior till eternity, and we give them to you to deal with. This prayer team is now off limits. This prayer team is now sanctioned with the power yeah. of kingdom, and they, no demon forces can be affected with them forever. Amen. Amen. We have been wrongfully convicted, and as a result, my three children and I are currently enduring the hardships of prison life. It has been an agonizing three years behind these bars, and every day feels like an eternity. The most critical date for us right now is October 6th, which is when our sentencing will take place. The anxiety and uncertainty surrounding this event are overwhelming. In this trying time, we humbly request your prayers, your support, and positive thoughts would mean the world to us. We firmly believe in the power of collective hope and faith, and we hope that your positive energy can help us find the strength to endure the, this ordeal. Your friendship and support have always been a source of comfort, and we are grateful to have you by our side during these dark times. Please keep us in your thoughts as we approach this pivotal date. Your prayers are a beacon of hope in our lives. Thank you for standing with us during this challenging journey. We remain hopeful for justice and deeply appreciative your unwavering support with heartfelt gratitude, Mark Grennan. I don't know what this is, but there's some wording here that I'm just going to speak it. Mark, we're going to give you prayers, but 
You need to seek salvation through Christ. It's not just positive energy. There's, this is not about energy. This is about our Savior. Yeah. So I don't know what this is, but we're going to begin with, Father God, as we pray into this now, we pray a blessing of Jesus over this family. And with this, we pray that the hearts will be open to the one true Savior, our King, that this family will seek repentance before him and to seek to accept Christ in their lives. Father, we have to dispel and break this, these words, this word craft that's going on here yeah. about energy and frequencies. And we speak now life into the power and with the power we of speak kingdom. Jesus. And we speak Jesus. So, Father God, we raise this family up in the glory of heaven. And may this moment in time, as we surround them with the love and prayers of Jesus, be, be one that shakes them to their core, awakens them in their heart, and sparks the seed of life that their eyes go to the cross and seek repentance before the feet of our King. Amen. Amen. Mark, the only way that you're going to make it through this situation is by speaking the name of Jesus and asking Jesus to come and be with you guys. Prayers requested, please, for good Jesus-following people and my opinion, patriots. These are all people who I've witnessed do a lot of good for family, friends, local community, and more, but need our prayers even if they don't think they deserve them. Speaking of that, first off, my dad, Raymond, has been suffering with a long-term bone-on-bone wrist pain and just deals with it. He told me there are other people more deserving of prayers from us, like starving people in Ethiopia. I told him that is silly. He needs prayers too. So can we pray for him and them too? My wife, Teresa, broke her back 22 years ago while playing in the snow with me and our friends a few months after we were married. Thank God she is so strong in faith and physically she lives as normal a life as possible, but I can't explain what it took to get here. A stranger would never even know she is in constant pain, but I do. Please, 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 prayers for her back, nerve, legs, and feet, most of all, spiritual pain. My sister in Christ, Stephanie, working in the garbage industry for a decade, destroyed her knee on the job and was forced out of the out of the industry. So now drives tractor trailer and recently hurt her other knee, making her bad knee her good one. Both knees could use our prayer. Jason gave up just about everything, in my opinion, to move from Wisconsin to Montana to live with his in-laws to take care of his elderly father-in-law. Here's what I want to do, because there's a lot here. This as I read this, we're just this is going to be the prayer instead of us going back over these. Yeah. Okay. Jason gave up just about everything, in my opinion, to move from Wisconsin to Montana to live with his in-laws to take care of his elderly father-in-law who has Parkinson's disease and the start of dementia. Prayers for the father-in-law who I don't know the name of, but also my friend, uh, no brother, Jason's spirit. So let's break this down. Father God, I lift up um, this, this person's father, Raymond. We lift up Raymond to you, Lord God. I just pray that you heal this wrist in the name of Jesus, that you unite um, the, 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 the wrist in the proper alignment, that you put the proper um, a padding in between the wrist so that it will not be bone on bone anymore, uh, that there will be new cartilage there and uh, new sinew that's sewn that will give him the muscle to be able to use his wrist properly. Thank you that this is healed. I pray that above all else, though, he understands that prayers are not um, limited and answers to prayers are not finite. They are infinite. And so it doesn't matter who it's not prayers that God's holding on. You get one, you get one, you get one that he knows that uh, God cares about every number of the hairs on his head. So I just thank you for that in the name of Jesus. We lift up Teresa to you, Lord God, and this back that was broken 22 years ago. I feel like the Lord is saying that there's something here that actually happened somewhere around the time of your marriage um, that caused the back to go out and it's been lingering. 
ever since then. So Father God, I just pray that we go back to the root of what happened and it will heal from the inside out and that the back will come into alignment with the assignment. Somewhere along the lines, you guys missed the assignment that you were supposed to be doing and her back has been out of alignment because you're out of the assignment. So we just bring the assignment and the alignment back into place and the back will come back into place in the name of Jesus. And that, 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 uh, that alignment is Jesus. That's good. Wow, that's really powerful. All right, so we also lift up his sister in Christ, uh, Stephanie, who um, and her knee, Lord God, that's working in the garbage industry. There's a spiritual connection there with garbage. Um, so we just pray that this knee, that we, we pull the garbage out of her body, out of her mind, out of her spirit, and out of her knee in the name of Jesus. And we command it to come uh, come back to what it was supposed to be, that uh, all the fluid will drain off of this knee in the name of Jesus. I feel like there's fluid on the knee and we just command the fluid to drain in the name of Jesus. Uh, we lift up Jason to you, um, who's giving up everything to move to from Wisconsin to Montana to live with his in-laws to take care of his elderly father-in-law who has Parkinson's disease and the start of dementia. I just pray that you anoint Jason to be able to do what we're all supposed to do, which is to take care of our parents and that you um, heal up this dementia, that you give Jason the anointing to know how to go back in this and to heal it up in the name of Jesus. We lift up Kimmy to you, uh, who has recently awoken. She takes care of an elderly, uh, takes care of the elderly for a living and tries her hardest to show them love. She tries hard to plant seeds of family and friends and the word and truth, but is constantly getting beaten, beaten up verbally, verbally. And oh, she has two out of four of her kids with autism. Her kids and Kimmy could use our prayers. So Lord God, we lift up Kimmy to you and uh, the job that she does with the elderly. And we command the people that are beating her down verbally to stop in the name of Jesus, that you get her out of the situation. Kimmy, you need to get out of the situation where the people are beating you down verbally. You're not supposed to be there. You don't belong there. It's not enough to command them to stop. You're literally not supposed to be there. We lift up these children to you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the autism will cease and the healing of the other two will spill forth onto the healing of the two that have autism. I just, uh, we, we pull out anything that damaged their brains in the, vac in the vaccine, anything that damaged their, damaged their guts from antibiotics and we speak a life and a microbiome in their guts right now in the name of Jesus that will restore their healthy minds. And we speak to any parasites that may be in these children. We command them to come out in the name of Jesus. Let me go here. All of these link, all of these link. So we have the, the knees, which is, which is literally cast off your crate, get up and walk and be healed. This links then to the, the, uh, the people that are beating Kimmy down we all are carrying that weight of people beating Kimmy down. We have to literally stand up, walk, mm. and be healed. Yeah. And with this, the mind. The mind is under attack, and we have to place the, the helmet of salvation on as, as we stand up in the body of Christ to understand the glory of God. We, it is our responsibility to pray into our armor every day wow. to be able to now walk mightily in the kingdom. And as we now move to what our goal is, it's the fertility and the bringing in of children. Come on. Name of Jesus. All right. So we're going to keep going. There's a lot more to this prayer request. We lift up his brother, Matthew. Uh, he says that he's a man that grew up in Milwaukee, but now finds himself in a spot where he can now farm like he always wanted. He is blessed with animals, crops, and equipment. He is a godly man who will drop anything to help anyone. But I know some people like to use him and he is plagued 
with a bad back as well. He could use help with his with this in prayer. So Father God, we lift up Matthew in his back right now. Again, we with, with the same theme, stand up and walk, stand erect. We command that back again. As Matthew has come into alignment with the assignment of farming and animals, we command that back to come into alignment in the name of Jesus. And we speak life to his back. We speak life to his tongue that he will be able to speak life to those um, in his community. And we would command that back to come into alignment uh, the next one is uh, this person I don't know personally, but even know he has definitely got prayers, but he hasn't got any from Bard's Nation as far as I know. This is all from my perspective, but Ben Armstrong is a man who moved to Wisconsin from the Detroit area to do a conservative morning news show. He did a great job with splicing in as much Jesus as he could, as well as giving the people truth on things like lockdowns, masks, jabs, rhinos, and more. He also went to rallies to speak or participate in, and ultimately he was fired because of it. He is in a roundabout way led me here to Bard's family because he had not helped open any eyes and got fired. He had no help, excuse me, no help opened my eyes and got fired. I might still, if he had not helped, I think, there we go, opened my eyes and got fired. I might still be wasting my time with conservative talk radio. He has five kids and has been fighting pretty severe colon cancer. I know he is good with God because of a podcast I found him on, but his kids need their father prayers, please. Okay. Um, this again is, this is about nurturing and this is really powerful because this is about speaking the truth into the world, the truth of the word, but so many are on the back issues. So many are bearing the weights of mm -hmm. things they should not be bearing. That's right. You got to let it go. Let things go, stand up and walk. And this is the big piece. We're all carrying these weights that father's saying, I'm here, cut them free. I'm here. This is what I'm here for. Our position is to stand and never bow. So as the, we hear these prayers in these, these cases, Father is weaving another narrative, and it's a narrative of a greater story within our hearts that we have a lesson that we have to embrace. And as we speak the word into the world, we also have to know that we will be persecuted. But the, when we stand and we're standing in kingdom, he will protect us and guide us. Amen. He says, lastly, Father God would not be happy with me if I didn't ask her prayers for myself. As mentioned earlier, my wife broke her back, which led us with many default years, but that doesn't define us and we never lost faith, but it has led us in a new land that our, the Lord, our, that our Lord has led us to and blessed us with far from our Milwaukee city life. We have always known we have almost two acres now that in prayer father led us to and in, in stewarding in a way I could never imagine. We first started with a small garden, but is now bigger. And I would have imagined with a tube greenhouse and I've been working on for what seems like forever an in-ground greenhouse that father assured me will allow us to grow crops without electricity in a Wisconsin winter. Also, he has us raising rabbits and chickens, fruit trees, and harvesting herbs for medicine, Keith in Wisconsin. Okay, this is just, this is an important point. You're asking for prayers and blessings over all of this, and this is an anointed thing you're doing. Amen. This is something you're literally creating a kingdom stronghold, and yes. these are, this is what's happening. So no matter what the struggles right now, you have to hold your line and mm. you're going to have to dig in, literally. This is something that you will, that literally, we, we're praying for and blessing with and Father's blessing that this, this is a beacon for others to see, to learn, to come to, and to be an example for others. So have the confidence in the Holy Spirit to overcome any fears, step into the world and use your voice to speak the truth as you yourself are already standing and are releasing yourself from the burdens of the past. Amen. 
All right. I know I have been completely distracted and not in chat lately, working on getting it together for Bards Fest and praying the GoFundMe transfers go through tomorrow and Wednesday. Charlie is hanging on, but his levels for his immune system are low and they won't discharge him until they are high enough. He has a rash all over his body. They don't know what it is. I'm talking to my daughter about rebuilding his immune system and diet cause because, you know, the hospital car carb loaded the kid and couldn't care less. I can only slowly trickle in information to my daughter to hold her trust and not have her run from me. Whenever I start talking uh, anti-parasitic, she kind of just shuts down. So prayers for Charlie that his immune system is restored and his rash healed. Prayers over my daughter, uh, Tori and Carlos, They that they see, hear, and understand the importance of what I'm trying to teach them in healing their son, Jenny Lynn. Jenny Lynn, this is going to be a two-part prayer, and part of it you're not going to like, but I'm just going to speak it. So first of all, Father, we just pray for a blessing of clarity over this family and that the, truly that the, the sense of what they need to do to have the confidence now and just brought, drop the scales from their eyes to literally raise them up and have the confidence in leaning in you first rather than the hospital first. May this mm. blessing of this child be raised up. May you continue to heal and may he be given into the world. Jenny Lynn, you're speaking good word, but you yourself have to release yourself from the burdens that you carry in your life. You, are, you still carry the weight of pain. And we've talked of this before, but it has to be severed. It's like a heavy weight on your back that's literally sucking you down. And you've lived into the pain so long that when we watched you dance at Bard's Fest, you would release that pain until you forgot that story and the old story kicked in. You have to sever the story from the past to release yourself into the present. As you do that, you break the generational curse and you free your children and your children's children. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is from Jaron Jackson. Father-in-law diagnosed with stage two prostate cancer, same as dad. So prayers appreciated. Treatment on October 6th, which will also impact the routine. Please pray for these things. Absolutely. Father God, you have set a warrior now in the line of helping restore law and order. He is a man who speaks of moral law, which is the law of the people. And he does so with a mighty voice as a captain in his, in his ranks. Father, we know this man is now under attack. And he's been under attack because he's bringing truly biblical law into the world. And he's helping breathe life into justice. So, Father, we ask for a blessing over Jaron Jackson and over his family. We ask for restoration of his father-in-law and to remove any of the attacks of the demonic. We cast a hedge of protection around him and his family and his extended family, breaking the chains and any contracts made intentionally or unintentionally against the demonic. And for the demonic world, understand this man is off limits, for he is surrounded now by the mightiness of kingdom, the children of the Most High, and the best of the warrior angels. He speaks a word of truth that you fear, and we stand with him. So we step back, Satan, for he is, you keep your hands off this man. We raise his family up in the glory of heaven and protect him in the glory of God. Jaron, God says that um, it's very interesting, the fathers, it's the fathers. Uh, Jaron, God wants you to uh, say, Holy Spirit, come inside of me and come through me to speak to these men. They need the softness, they need the tenderness, and they need the... Um, the motherhood and the and the womanhood of the Holy Spirit in order to heal them of this cancer. Jaron, I'm going to speak. Are you done? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jaron, this is really important. It's coming soldier to soldier. You're, you run hot and focused as a captain. We've talked about this before. Now take on the soft and the unconventional. That's going to come through the mother's side, the Holy Spirit, the female side, as you breathe that in. 
It gives you the compassion in the heart, which also adds wisdom to what you're doing. You're intensely focused on bringing the kingdom and God loves your heart. But now it's time to open this out so that as you run hot, you also set with roots as you're seeding life into something new. You're nurturing as well as fighting. Amen. I seriously need help. My 12-year-old daughter seems to be addicted to chatting with strangers even after I've preached to her about the dangers. I feel like she's not only putting herself in danger, but me and others scares me to death. Any ideas out there? Prayers appreciated. Jennifer Jacobs. Jennifer, um, there's two different, your, your message here is unclear. When you say chatting with saint, strangers, first of all, we think of online. Um, however, if that were the case, the answer seems to be as plain as the nose on my face. So I'm wondering if you don't just mean she's randomly approaching and, and talking with strangers. Number one, if she does like to talk with strangers, you may not need to rebuke that. It could be if she's getting, you may need to just hone in her if she's getting words from the Lord. Maybe she's just bringing life to strangers and you're in fear. If we're talking about her meeting and chatting with strangers online, the answer is very, very apparent. You take away any access that she has to online and this, the problem is solved. Full stop, 100%. If she has to get online for school, then you pull her and you homeschool her and you get her books, real books. This is what we do. When someone is addicted to anything online, this is full stop. There's no compromise, especially when you're 12 years old. If you're meeting strangers and you're chatting with them, there's no, you don't get to instill in someone the dangers of, you don't get to say to a child, here's a loaded weapon and here's how it's dangerous, but feel free to keep all six chambers loaded and put it under your bed, 12-year-old child. No, you remove the gun from the situation. However, back to the original because this message is not clear. If she is going up and chatting to strangers, I want you to pray into why she is doing that. If she's doing it out of some sort of emptiness, maybe she didn't have a father figure, whatever, then then we can pray into that. But if there is some sort of joy and that she's just trying to bring joy to others, you may be just being paranoid and perhaps you should enter into conversation with her when she's chatting with these strangers and ask if you can pray with them. So I'm going to take away your word. Perhaps you must enter into conversation with strangers because you are her steward. Amen. And that, that's part of your role. And as steward, this, this lesson for you is a lesson for all parents at this time. We're giving a choice right now. And the choice in kingdom is not gray. It's black or white. Do you want your children to be embodied with the power of the Holy Spirit? Or do you want your children infested with the demonic plane through the portals of black mirror? Mm -hmm. Choose wisely. And this is a choice that each parent gets that has consequences. God loves his children and understand that he loves the little ones more above all. So our role here now as parents is to take the hard line, as brutal as it may seem, but we must sever the ties of the demonic that have entered into our home. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Did you pray for Conley before um, earlier today? Yeah, we did earlier. Okay. Well, just more prayers for Conley and, and his son, James. Yeah, so just we just raised our prayers up for Jim Conley and his son, James. It's been a very difficult last few days. And uh, with the loss of his son, we pray over them. We, in particular, James right now. Jim is doing well. He needs prayers, but his son needs prayers as mm -hmm. well. It's a very traumatic time of losing his brother, and he's not in the best of places at times. He suffered with some things in the past. We're breaking off those strongholds, and we're going to raise James up in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit, and we're going to bless him and have him stand here now strongly in the light that, that we bring with these prayers. Amen. We love you, Jim. God bless. Pray for my daughter and her boyfriend. Both are not in God. Deering Green Clean Team. Okay, um, this is Deering Deering Green Clean Team. Definitely praying for them, but I wanted to give you a word. So this is really about you engaging them 
and you begin with Bibles. This is the best way to give the, give a book. Now, Father, we pray over the daughter and the boyfriend. And the first thing I'm just going to say is, during Green Team, your daughter and your boyfriend have to avoid sex. This is very bluntly. Because if they're having sex, they're already com- compromising their ability to hear the Lord. And if they have, then have them repent. And that's part of leading them to the holiness of where the walk that they're in. Um, this is so common these days that we've lost the importance of, of the sense of life in this. So we speak life into these two young people. We speak a firm hand to guide them. Remember that the youth seek to have guidance from their parents and do so. It's time to be a parent, to speak life into them, to raise them up, to strengthen them, and to preserve them in this place so that they can have the heartfelt peace of hearing the Holy Spirit and letting them be led by the Holy Spirit in their relationship. Amen. Amen. Uh, I thank God for this church God put in my way, and I so needed it. Like Leah, I had no church, and it was a very sad place to be. I have claimed my garden as kingdom space, and Father has and is blessing it. I pray that Father helps me to bring my community to Jesus, shows me doors that and that I see them and go forward with courage. Please pray for me. I love you all, D. D, you have a garden church. And the idea of inviting others into it is totally Holy Spirit. That is the Ecclesia, and that's what you should be doing. And as a matter of fact, that's what most people should be doing. They should be having churches. We need to start inviting our neighbors to our homes and just talking about the things of the Lord. And that is church. So, Father God, I just lift up Dee to you. I thank you that she has a garden church, and she can just call it that. This is Dee's garden church. Uh, Lord God, I just pray that you bring the proper people in and that she will be able to minister to them. And iron sharpens irons. Iron that she that she will be ministered to herself. So I just thank you that she's wanting to do this. I thank you that this is her heart, that she has found a church family in Bard's Nation, but now she's going to have, find a, a one in the physical through her uh, garden church. There's a word, and D, this is because you and JCUK are getting together by that amazing connection in your prayers. This is a ministry you're building. That's good. JCUK, you are the, you take the, you're taking the message on the wind. You're a sailor. You are, the, you are the apostle that goes out, and the garden church is the anchor. So both of you unite now in the body of Christ. Pray on this and raise this up, for you're now that you're going to be the revival in the, in the UK of the true blessings of Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, so this one we know well. Dear prayer warriors, please pray into the attorney, Joe Phelps. This is about the Ross Environmental with Kevin and Christine with the East Palestine Waste um, in Ohio. Uh, Joe Phillips, excuse me, the people have hired in response to Ross Environmental and Company rezoning requests and the 49 football fields fly ash landfill. No online info is available on him. He has generously offered to do this for $1,000 and it is due Monday. He will work to extend the moratorium on hazardous waste applications and write the referendum. Provision is needed for funding and we the people will do the legal research. Township meeting minutes have not been available since spring and the map Ross provided also is not in the public meeting records. The EPA is stonewalling documents but also will not allow us to come to look through the records. We have provided links below for donations. Please pray for community participation the numbers dwindle with each meeting county commissioners meeting monday october 2nd trustees meeting is tuesday october 3rd and the public hearing is wednesday october 4th thank you kevin and christine um so here's the thing guys um we'll try to get those links somehow made available on resistance chicks um maybe in today's world news show program in the in the description there um father god i just pray for clarity that um 
everything that is hidden will be made known that these people have been trying to keep secrets and we command all the secrets to come forward. And as soon as, here's the word, as soon as the secrets come forward, none of this will be necessary because we are praying, Father God, that you pull down their pants and you expose them for who they really are. And we just pray that the whole world, not just Ohio, not just um, the community in Eaton Township or East Palestine sees who these people are, but the whole world will see what's going on in these hazardous waste incinerators. They are not incinerating hazardous waste. They are producing it and they are perpetuating it and they were putting it in our environment. So Lord God, I just pray that they will be exposed and everything that is hidden will be revealed. And uh, Lord God, I do pray for the provision for this attorney. Um, if if this is if this is the path that is going to uh, lead to the result, I pray that the provision come instantly. And more than that, even if it's not the path, I just pray that the provision comes because in the provision will come peace. And these people need peace and they need hope and they need something to hang on to. So I just pray that this thousand dollar provision will come in the name of Jesus to give hope, to get them to the next step. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Father, we're bringing Ross Environmental to the court of heaven. Yeah. This is a time for judgment upon this company that is now despoiling de de your world, our world, this kingdom. And so, Father, we rebuke any actions that they make. We break their bonds and any chains and any anchors that they have placed on this land. And we declare the land that of the children of the Most High. We reclaim the land in the name of kingdom, and we cast out Ross with all the force yes. of heaven to remove them from this space, to remove any authority or powers that they have, and to send them to the judgment seat, send them before the judgment and the throne. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. I think this is the last one. No, we got a bunch more. Seriously. Are you serious? Yeah, they're in the they're down here. Okay. Well, I think what we might need to do is extend this to a later show yeah, so we can, can do our world news show. Yeah, that's is fine. that okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we're going to come. We have some more to do later, but we're going to have to, and I don't know when this is going to be, but we're going to have to, this will be the last one, and then we'll close with a prayer. I know we have other prayer requests that have come in. We'll get to them later today. That'll okay. Be. That's good. A friend patients had back surgery to put spacers in her spinal columns. She came out of surgery and has had high heart rate and low blood pressure. Last word was that she was still in ICU. Prayers, please. S.D. Keith. Okay, Father, we just place our hands over um, patients. patients and we just pray for a miraculous healing, a realignment of the spine, a flowing of the energy of the body through, the, through that column, spinal column and a resetting of the spine and the perfection. Let her stand. Once again, we're dealing with this thing of broken backs. This back seems crazy. This is because of the burdens that we're carrying. That's right. So, Father, we strip off these burdens, and we breathe life and Jesus into patience. And with this, we see the restoration of the back to see her rise and walk in the mightiness of the kingdom in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so, Patriots, we're going to do our World News program probably at 145 if you want to join us. Um, we will, I think we'll set up a multi-stream here mm -hmm. on Podbean yep. and, um, and we'll be on Rumble and on Facebook on Resistance Chicks. Sounds great. All right, Patriots. It might be closer to 150, honestly, because we're running a little behind. Yep. And then uh, we'll do another show later today for the balance of the prayers. Actually, what we'll do, we have an interview tonight with the Cantrell family. Let's do them then. So we'll do them before or at, we'll probably be before. before that we'll do the rest of the prayers and then we'll bring the Cantrell family in for an interview. Okay, great. All right, let's close with a prayer. You want to lead? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, I just seal up every word that was spoken here today. I thank you for people that are being willing and vulnerable enough to come and submit their prayers. 
before the body of Christ to join in unity. And I thank you that in the multitude of counselors, there is much wisdom and in the multitude of prayers, there is much effect. So I just thank you for these fervent, effectual prayers of a righteous man availing much. So we just pray that um, as we go forward in the rest of this day, that our words will be anointed and that the hands of these people, as they go to minister to the people around them, that you will anoint them, that these saints that have submitted these prayers, you guys are warriors and you, and you have been equipped. You do not need us. We are just an added blessing. You need Christ and he, and he is giving you all the tools that you need to help further the prayer requests that you have here and to see them to fruition. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So Father, we pray for the continued blessing and anointing of the tools of warfare as we close out today, that each person that has prayed here today will be re-equipped, up-armored, and ready to go into battle with new authorities and reinforced authorities to conquer the enemy. That when we come together in these moments, we amplify what we do to a greater level to tear down greater strongholds and fortresses in the spirit realm. And in so doing, we sever the ties from the spirit, from these fortresses to set people free. May the quest that we continue to have to set ourselves free, keep ourselves free, and, and help others seek to become free. Let that be our, our focus as we step forward, breathing the, the powerful words of Jesus into them, speaking Jesus and blessing them with the Holy Spirit in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are we going to play the song again? Oh, yeah. We'll do that. We're going to play this song. Let me, we'll do this. We'll do a closeout, our normal closeout. Okay. Gotta sing, and then we'll play the song. I have to sing? What's that? What did you just say? I'm going to do my closeout normal. Yeah. Oh, and then, and no. then you're going to say the last one. Oh, word. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I love that. That's my favorite. <laughs> All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, we'll see you in about an, about, half four, about a half an hour for world news. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. There you go. All right. We're going to play another tune going out tonight, So, or today right now, and uh, here we go. Hang on just a sec. I speak the name of Jesus over you In your hurting, in your sorrow I will ask my God to move I speak the name cause it's all that I can do In desperation I'll seek heaven And pray this for you I pray for your healing The circumstances
Jesus' name.